Greetings and salutations. You've successfully arrived at the bloody, disgusting network. The passage of time will now bring you to something strange, unique, and idiosyncratic. Have a good time. It's been four years since Michael Myers vanished without a trace. From the padded cells of Smith's Grove Sanitarium to the leafy streets of Haddonfield, Illinois, we are Halloween. One flash calls us another one. One life touches another one. One fight causes another one. One heart loses another one. Can we give up? Breathe in, breathe out, just give up. Give in, give up, breathe in, breathe out, just give up. Just give up. Happy Halloween, trick-or-treaters. It's time. Time for the big giveaway. Halloween has come. All you lucky listeners with silver shamrock masks, gather around your TV set, put on your masks and watch. All witches, all skeletons, all jack-o'-lanterns, gather around and watch. Watch the magic pumpkin. Watch Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, because that's exactly what we're screening here today in the aisle. Everyone, it's your host, Michael Myers Rothman, and uh, I've just arrived here in Santa Mira, where uh, there's an energy (laughs) in the air. You might say a festival of sorts. Uh, but less you know, the better, because right now I'm waiting patiently outside the Rose of the Shannon Motel, sipping on some whiskey from Rafferty's and watching my pals arrive for the big show. Coming in from Brooklyn, Mr. Caffrey, tell us your introduction to Halloween 3 and which silver shamrock mask you've brought with you. Hi, this is Dan Dracula Caffrey, although I guess I, I feel like there's a better pun name I could have done for Season of the Witch, but it's Spooky You've carried season, on so. forever with Dracula Caffrey. So I think yeah, I got to. I mean, it's so it's so silly. I mean, I could have said I could have said Dan Chalice Caffrey. Yeah, I, I don't, said you, that's actually the more I think about it, it's it, absolute flop that you didn't go as Dan. I, Chalice I could have said Dan O'Harely Caffrey, but oh, oh God, well. yeah, you had so many options. That's oh. Stupid. Anyway, oh. um, yeah, my preferred silver shamrock mask is probably the skull. I just hmm. I just like the I, I just like skulls in general. I think they're super cool. My parents are super into skull mugs, so they have a lot of a lot of not like actual <laughs> human skull mugs like just mugs that look like a skull. Okay. Um, yeah. And we're talking about the first time we saw the movie. Or... Yeah. 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 This was one. Uh, unfortunately, growing up at when I was watching all the Halloween movies, my dad always steered me clear of this one because he's mm-hmm. like, Michael Myers isn't in it. It's stupid. But I mean, it was, it was the narrative we all know. Um, and I feel like until the past decade, that's kind of the narrative that was perpetuated um, among horror fans even. So I did not see this one till later. Honestly, I think it was just in college when I wanted to I was bored and wanted just to round out the series. And uh, yeah, I liked it pretty right away. And then I feel like the reputation of the film has only grown in stature since then. Like it's not I don't think it's like a hot take to like Halloween three anymore. Um, no, so. no, it's not 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 in the 90s anymore. Uh, I, I feel like uh, at this point, because I remember, you know, whenever I'd say it on the playground, they'd be like, what the fuck? That movie's on the playground. Like, Myers like, on yeah. You. <laughs> yeah, they'd, yeah, they'd put me in the corner. It's like Lonnie Elam. Um, well, they don't call him the playboy of Rock Island for nothing. Mr. Vanderbilt, tell us your earliest memories of Halloween 3 and which silver shamrock mask you brought. Well, this is Mike. Fuck them kids, Vanderbilt. That's one thing I enjoy about this movie. This movie's got big fuck them kids energy. Uh, you know what? This was a favorite of mine since I was a kid. It was a favorite of the Vanderbilt household. My dad was always quite tickled with the silver shamrock theme and would always sing it around Halloween time. So we never had... I never had that, you know, it was always would come up, like you said, on the playground. 
uh, you know, if they just called it Season of the Witch, you know, why is it a Halloween movie? Blah, 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 all that stuff. But um, the only scene, I, I don't remember the first time I watched it, but the the scene that stuck with me is the scene that sticks with everybody. And it was because I was creeped out by snakes. So the idea yeah. that a snake would come out of your head if you put on this mask and watch this movie, uh, you know, it terrified me a little bit. And as far as which mask I'll be wearing, I really like the witch mask. Yeah, I've I always figured. been a fan of the color green. And I think that goes back to Luke Skywalker's lightsaber and Return yeah. of the Jedi. But green's always been a favorite color. So witch tier, I suppose. Well, witch tier, you got witch, that. Witch, so that we got witch. two masks down, but we have one last guest and certainly not least a special guest, a very, very special guest. You might say she's the queen of Halloween, uh, at least to us. <laughs> Darcy the male girl is here. Um, Please say hello. Hello. <laughs> well, Halloween 3... Your love for this movie, it's public record at this point. I feel like it's, uh, if you look up Halloween 3 on Google, you're going to come up. Uh, <laughs> you've even cosplayed as Dr. Chalice. What is it about this movie that makes it so special to you? You know, what's maybe your earliest memories with this film? Um, honestly, I didn't discover it until pretty late. I think it was on like AMC or something edited and they showed it and I'd never seen it. And I was like, this is an amazing little movie. Why don't I hear more about it? So then I, I don't know. I went and found the real version and loved it even more. And it's just always been one of my favorites. I think I might've seen it before I actually saw Halloween. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So of course I wasn't expecting anything. I was just like, cool. This is great. I love it. <laughs> you were watching the original Halloween saying, where the fuck is Dr. Chalice? Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Why don't we so, get more of that? <laughs> that would be interesting. Let, let's, let's keep that for later for sure. Cause I think that's an interesting what if scenario here uh, that I want to uh, bring up later for I the doctors might be happening on that. Oh, on interesting. That. Interesting. Well, so I wanted to ask you, what mask you would take though out of the three of them? I'm a pumpkin, totally. Look at this. We got the I whole I love any cute pumpkin, killer pumpkin. Pumpkins are Halloween to me. So pumpkin. Yeah. Team pumpkin. <laughs> I, I honestly think I'm a pumpkin too at the as well. I I think well, Waxwork did like a little tops that they would put on those vinyls. Uh ah, like and I and I couldn't. I was like, "All right, just get one, Mike. You can only do one." And I I had to go with the pumpkin. It just it feels like iconic to me. Um, I, I did want to ask though because similar to 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 how you've been campaigning Halloween three, um, on our podcast, Mike Vanderbilt has just been the the, the biggest stand for Jason Goes to Hell, which is another similar, um, you know, has a it's a controversial unfairly, pick. Unfairly maligned, I would yeah. say. Yeah. So, but the thing is, is that, and you could probably ex extrapolate on this a little bit, Mike, but it's kind of also, a love Michael relationship. Myers also isn't in Jason Goes to Hell. He's the not, though. So, so these are have two movies that don't have Michael Myers. <laughs> but for all those years that you had to like kind of campaign for it, you've also kind of gotten tired of it now. Is that, you know, it's like anything. I have a friend who's a drummer. And anytime like a cool drumming video goes around, he gets tagged in it incessantly and he's relatively big time. So he gets a lot of hits and he has to eventually go on to his social media and say, guys, 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 I saw the video. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I wouldn't say it's frustrating, but I, I think my, uh, the thing for me with it is I, I have other interests and then people say, oh, you mean like Malort? So it's just Malort and Jason goes to hell. That's all okay. I ever get tagged in. And uh, I've never seen anything other than a horror movie, according to some yeah, people. That's that's true. That's true. No no B movies from the you know the sixties or forties yeah. that you have. But I'm not frustrated with it. I mean, I, yeah. it's a movie I do love. Uh, I was just we went we did horror movie trivia at the bar last night, and I went in. We lost. Good job. 
We uh, won. Real, we real had every question. Here. We had every question, but we were better at horror than we are at gambling. So we, I didn't. We were too conservative with our points. Good job. In the final round, which the category was characters. Listen to this. Listen to this. The category was characters. We're like, okay, what's this guy going to do? We're like, all right, let's. We had 180 points. We were in first place. Let's put down 50. Here was the question. I'm going to name these characters and you tell me what movies they came from. And the characters are Chucky. Oh, my God. Jigsaw. <laughs> um, Damien Thorne, Reagan McNeil. And I can't even remember who the fifth one was, but it was just as obvious. And we should have just shame on me. Should have put them all down. Good job. Well, you know, congrats. It's it's fine. At least, you know, you're, you know, you're going to be uh, conservative with your uh, your gambling if you ever go to Vegas uh, like <laughs> Justin is. But Darcy, I, I, I brought up all this because I wonder, have, have you has your love for Halloween three uh, waned and having to campaign for it all these years? Oh my God, no, like total opposite because it, it's just been, it's like now so magical to me because I've gotten to talk to the the people behind it and just yeah. see how much the, the newfound love that they're getting just means to them. So it's like, heck yeah, I want them to know how appreciated it is. So I love it. I love that more people love it. I, I just, it makes me happy every single time. So you, you managed to actually screen it this summer. Uh, <laughs> an IRL, as we say online, in real life. But uh, how did that go? And um, did you see, were there newfound fans there or were there mostly just veterans that had been just, you know, diehards for it forever? There are some there that hadn't seen it at all. We were seeing it for the first time that way, which is an interesting way to check it out. Yeah. Um, some diehards. And we had Tommy Lee Wallace and he was just going on about how much this meant to him because he was so sad about it for so long. Yeah. And then now he feels all this love and the smile on his face was just so amazing so i finally got joe pop had not seen it since he first reviewed it 40 <laughs> years ago and gave it half a star even though on monster vision they <laughs> so he was forced to bring up the star rating but his real feeling is half a star he hated it and wouldn't wow. give it another chance so i'm so happy that we finally got to do it even if not that many people got to see it yeah no that's i mean that's pretty great i mean i i it's wild that i didn't even realize that Tommy Lee Wallace has a book that's coming out, I guess, on Halloween this year. That's for its 40th anniversary. I didn't even find out about it until today. I was listening to uh, the Mick Garris podcast and he has his book. And I was like, all right, well, that's good. I'm connected to the horror community. And I have no idea that this, this book for one of my favorite <laughs> movies is coming out in like a, literally a week from now. But uh, well, that's exciting. And, I, and, I, and as you said, first experiences to see this at the drive-in. I would say if you're listening, listeners, and this is your first time watching this movie, I don't know. Maybe this actually would be a good watch because I think you know it's uh it might be fun hearing us all talk over it. But at the same time, go watch it alone and then come back to this. I think that's how we always try to put this with these commentaries. But uh, so before we start though, we're gonna say you know which, by the way this movie is streaming on Peacock, uh, which we love to say is our sponsor. They're not our sponsor, but we've consistently given them free press for like three years now, um or two years. I think it's only been around for two. Uh. Do we want to maybe toss out some drinking game ideas before we start real quick? Well, I, have, I mean, I have an easy rule for everybody. Every time Tom Atkins <laughs> take a drink, so do you. Ah, okay. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> that's a good... If uh, you want, I, mean, I don't know if you'll survive, but... Yeah, that's true. Although he... Yeah, that's... I, I can think of at least four instances. Uh, Caffrey, what about you? Every time every time Michael Myers appears on screen, finish your drink. <laughs> uh, that does happen, though. That I know, exactly. Happen. That's it. So depending on what you're drinking, it could be a... Could send you under the table. We'll see. Uh, Darcy, what about you? Do you have a, a drinking game role? You know, had not thought about that, but just, you know, drink away. 
at your just drink a lot. We don't, we don't need to play games here. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Especially with this movie. I feel like this is kind of out of all the Halloween movies. Exactly. Maybe it, four. It, it's could be back his honor. We drink. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I, I'll throw one in and this is one that's going to absolutely send everyone to the hospital. It's a, uh, Every time the song kicks in, uh, oh, yes. take a shot. So yeah, see how that goes. <laughs> We're doing all of them now. We're doing all of it. So, uh, okay. We got our drinking <laughs> game rules. We got our candy. We got our masks. Uh, let's shamrock shake. So let's do this. We're going to do a countdown. Um, it's almost time. I have to keep bringing that up. It's just so it fits the podcast aesthetic to keep repeating this uh, little jingle. I've got it queued up. I got it on zero on Peacock right now. Um, I think we were fine to just start it at the same time if we do, but let's yeah. do a countdown in. Here we go. Everyone have it queued. Five, four, three, two, one, hit play. Now, Darcy, I have to ask, because you're in Halloween Ends, which is great. We all enjoyed it. You were great in it. Did you know about the Halloween 3 Connections going into it like that it was going to use the font and that it, it plays with the idea of how much michael myers is in the movie or was that a total surprise to you no uh, i, I absolutely knew it i knew that was his plan david gordon green the reason i'm in it at all is because we kind of bonded over our love of halloween 3 when he did our show so he texted me and said you have to be part of my halloween 3 and there was ah, even cool. more halloween 3 like easter eggs and stuff that were supposed to be in it but they kind of told him to take all that out because of reasons <laughs> Interesting. They right, probably didn't want right the bad. Issues. They didn't want the bad juju of this film <laughs> all so over that one. Like, oh, I don't know. That one didn't do too well. <laughs> I do wonder though. It's it's the the love for Halloween three at this point. It it does make me wonder if with ends being done, and I just can't imagine them like going back to Michael very soon. Like if they would ever entertain the idea of doing an anthology again. Like I think they should, but that's just me. I mean, because what I loved about ends is it kind of felt like that. It was I mean, I know Michael is in it, but it really felt like, yeah, what if he's more of a legend and it's sort of about how it infects the city? I mean, we look, we talked about all this on our episode for it. But um, yeah, I would like to see it be done that way. And I do love this, this font, too. That's I don't know. That's cool that you knew about that, Darcy, because I feel like sometimes you talk to actors who are in movies and they're like, oh, yeah, I had no idea until this came up on the screen. So I like I like that. That's the part of the reason why you got attached to it. Boy. I love that how much passion he has for it. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's almost really like he just non. made those other two movies just to so he could make his own Halloween. <laughs> Honestly, movie. it totally feels like that. <laughs> I mean, I it's no secret. I think it's the Halloween ends is the best of the new trilogy, and you know, a little tease for our rankings episode might be my favorite sequel. Oh, interesting! Wow, wow. it's up, it's up there for me. It's really up there. Yay, you know. I did. <laughs> how long um so what was the process like uh you know being on set for this i mean because it's i mean it's easily the most brutal scene in, of halloween ends i think at this point most people have seen the movie so i think we could spoil some stuff but um i mean the whole word situation is just so <laughs> it, i was i was shocked at how far they went with the gore there it um, was awesome and i got to be there for all of it actually the very first thing when i got there on set i was there for a whole week oh, as wow. soon as i walked in was the climactic scene with Michael and Jamie. And they're like, you need to go watch this. And I'm like, this is amazing. But they did it over and over again for like three hours. I'm like, can I go to my room now? <laughs> <laughs> like, I get it. Like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> Are, like, I know you've said on Twitter that we're going to get your death scene, um, hopefully in a Blu-ray or, or Yeah, they told me for sure. I think it's okay for me to say that. But yeah, I got brutally killed. 
Um, I was going to say, is it pretty like, is it, is it pretty graphic for the most part? I hurt for it. Like, if you want spoilers, do you? I don't know. Oh, go for it. Yeah. I, we would. Yeah. Spoilers yeah. for anyone who's listening. But yeah, please. That'd be great. They basically gave me a giant vagina wedgie <laughs> for like two hours <laughs> to hang me from the wall after I got speared by Michael. So I'm hanging and it hurts so bad. So I was hoping they'd at least show me hanging on the wall because I'm like, I suffer for that. But they said yeah. the whole scene will be in the end. I had this little fight scene with Michael, which was actually hilarious. And they said they might use some of the footage of that as behind the scenes stuff too, because it was the silliest thing ever. It was like <laughs> or that's um, so cool. And, and, and David Gore Green was just like barking out directions because it was like, no, it's going to be no audio, um, just just movement. Yeah. So he's like, turn right, swing her here. And we're both like trying to follow along, but not super getting it. And both like really nervous to be doing this in front of people. It's like his first job, too. <laughs> so, like, at one point he said, twirl. And we both like stopped and did like a ballet move. It's like, I guess that's what he wants. And so like basically it was like 4 a.m. and everybody's so tired, but they start cracking up right then. And David Gordon Green's like, okay, I'm gonna show you guys. And basically we all just started doing this like dance thing. So, like, <laughs> and, like everybody was so tired, but like cracking up. So they're like, that that has to be part of the special features. It was that was the most fun thing. So oh, that's great. Yeah, so I got killed really good, very bloody. And hopefully I'll get it. I feel kind of bad for your character because of all the characters that Corey kills, you're like the only one who doesn't wrong him. Like yeah. everyone else, he's like getting revenge on, but you're like you're just a, a truly a the wrong place, wrong time, huh? Yeah. They so there were so many versions of the script, and my scene originally shocker had more to it. <laughs> but uh, it, I'm totally happy with how it got cut down because I was nervous, and I I don't know. Um, Joe Bob was supposed to have a little thing; he was going to call in and be like a protesting the dj and stuff and like, <laughs> oh my god I perfect. Know. but it, so much was going like so behind schedule that they cut a lot so like i they focused on the dj's death which is understandable and amazing and by that time they're like pretty Whatever. impressive <laughs> so good and he used my scissors so oh <laughs> did they really cutting the oh, ghost <laughs> yeah that's true yeah I, I, honestly that i mean hands down probably one of the most graphic deaths i've seen since like I don't know, like the zombie movies. I feel I just was kind of shocked at how far it went. Like I, even with the, the the tongue thing, I just was like, I cannot believe they're doing this. And then just to oh, see okay. his crumbling jaw, it was like, oh, fucking Christ. So good. I know there's these behind the scenes shots of him walking around with all that prosthetic on. So great. And, just and, like and hanging out. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just totally chilling in his trailer because it was COVID time. So we had to be really isolated. So like we only saw who we were with, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. At the scene like hours just walking around <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool that it came from their appearance on last drive and last year which is honestly it was what was that a year ago because that the halloween hangout was it was i guess it was it was for the it was for the halloween special wasn't it like for 2021 yeah, they came on for a blumhouse halloween special and we didn't show any blumhouse we showed angel yeah that was uh, hey <laughs> angel's one of my i love angel favorites. Yeah. Me too, but not for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, it was a strange, it was a strange one. You know, though, I'm just so used to you guys, and I this I I like irreverent uh, humor, and I like kind of daring the fans to hate you a little bit. So, like, you know, by doing <laughs> doing that on Halloween, and then like my one of my favorites was the Phantasm Christmas special, which I thought was, oh, was beautiful. 
<laughs> you should have seen how upset I was. I, di- I didn't get used to his like little jokes yet. And he said, okay, <laughs> all the phantasms that we can have for Christmas. And I was like, what? And like, like, you know, like Christmas is for Christmas. And we finally compromised with like, we'll have like phantasm ornaments and we'll still make it really Christmassy. And I'm like, okay. But I was so pissed. I was like, there's so many great Christmas movies. It <laughs> is. Yeah. It, <laughs> it is funny how the left of the dial that he goes, you think, is he doing that again uh, for yeah. Halloween this year? Yeah. This one's Halloween, Halloween. And two movies I love and two people uh, okay. I love. So, yay. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, hmm. take a drink. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I love how they show Stonehenge just like explicitly mm-hmm. in the beginning. I don't know. I, I always forget that that's in there. That's super funny. Yeah, I think it's, it is funny how like uh, Stonehenge, I guess, influenced two of Carpenter's movies at this time because like the fog also had a lot of influence on, on from that because oh, of, yeah. um, I guess, their trip to Stonehenge. He got, he saw like, the fog on the way to it. And, and that's Has, where he's, he was kicking around ideas for it, I guess. Have any of you been to Stonehenge before? I have not. No. No. Yeah. It was kind of a pain in the ass to get to. Like, it was like, do you want to kill a whole... <laughs> you got like four days in, in London or like England or the London. And it's the same thing, Mike. Um, And I was like, all right, <laughs> do you want to take the whole day to go to this area? And it's like so cold. It was like, we went there in January, February. Man, but even for Halloween 3, you wouldn't have gone? Because it's I like, the, it's got, I, it's got I, ties to you. you know? I love supernatural stuff. I love, I, I wanted to do it, but I was like, we would have to leave at like 10 a.m. You don't get back until like seven. It killed the whole day. And it would, oh, just it's, like going to, it's like going to New York City and going to Coney Island. It oh, is, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Coney Island for me is like pretty close. It's like just a mile and a half away. So uh, mm-hmm. I can't the go there. The whole day. I ordered a replica quick. of uh, a life-size replica of Stonehenge, but it actually came... Much smaller because I wrote down the wrong measurements. Ah, um, a little, little smile tap, little smile tap okay. reference there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys think that it, part of why I like? I know growing up it was like, oh, that's why Michael Myers isn't in. Don't watch it. Blah blah blah. But like this scene to me, the way it's shot, the gas station, and everything, kind of feels like the regular Halloween series in a way. Like I, I feel like this could be a set in Halloween Four or something. Even the truck. Look at that truck. That's what Michael Myers drives in the fourth one. I don't know. I never got that vibe. It always just felt like something completely and totally different. Well, th- for me, it's it's the team. I mean, there there is a they're talking about this on the ringer the other oh, day. But I, I do have to interrupt for a moment because I know how Darcy feels about oh yeah Mr. Atkins. I feel <laughs> the same way oh, about yes. about Nancy Loomis. Stone oh, Cold Fox. <laughs> Even in this, she's so bitchy. Oh my god. I know she's so mean. <laughs> oh, that's my type. <laughs> okay. No statement, baby. <laughs> was this the first? Was this the, the first thing you saw Atkins in Darcy, or did you know yeah, who he was I before? This? No idea who he was. I thought he was pretty cool. <laughs> I do love his show. It's such an interesting choice for a lead in a horror movie circa 1982, because uh, certainly not a teenager. No, I, I mean he's like older than we are here, right? I, I hope so. so. I hope so. I know Justin <laughs> loves doing that. Like when we're watching Nightmare on Elm Street 3 and he's like, oh, you know, Craig Wasson is five years younger than us. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, I don't want to think about that. Like, you know, like fucking Christ. Um, yeah, he's in his like late 40s here. Okay, so. Uh, Should have grabbed those masks right now and saved his kids. But, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, he could. Yeah, that's true. I always felt bad for him in this scene, though, because like he's yeah. just trying to be a good dad and he, by bringing home shitty fucking masks, yeah. you know. It reminds me of my dad so much, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> my dad's very Atkinsy. <laughs> did he ever? Did he ever bring you Halloween masks? 
he always brought shitty versions of stuff. And, like, <laughs> like, oh, here's a go. Like, thanks, Dad. <laughs> uh, thanks for a GoBot. Like, a GoBot. Oh, man, I love GoBots, though. <laughs> no, trans- GoBots are kind of cool. Uh, Transformers. I, I love the underdog. It's like everybody loved Transformers. And I'm like, fuck you. It's GoBot. Sorry. Can we cuss <laughs> on? I like, oh, yeah, absolutely. The- okay. Um, you just, uh, yeah, here we go with the Transformers GoBots. You can't, we can't do Sorry. one fucking recording without, well, to be fair, bringing Go-Bot, up. GoBots was the first. They yeah. made it to the States first. Transformers was just better. Like it's as simple as that. One, the thing is that, I mean, they were like a lot of those toys in the eighties. They were all essentially ripoff versions of an already existing Japanese thing that didn't the have diaclones, a clones. Yeah. They had diaclones. So it's like, no matter how we cut it, it's all pretty cynical. It's, basing stories around toys but I, yeah, I like that's toys. why i like dino riders that that shit was amazing like the, sh- yeah. the show yeah. sucked, that was a good the, toy the toys were great um well, I, oh, hey i know it, just real quick since we're doing halloween stuff who remembers supernaturals they were the little oh, hologram yes. figures mm-hmm. that wore yeah. like the cloak and they would uh, uh when you turn them they would transform from like a like a wolf man to a man yeah so i'm oh, they were so cool so i remember vision visionaries sorry did you say darcy I said I hadn't heard of them, but I want to look them up now. Oh, yeah, you'll Darcy, you will dig them the most. They were like visionaries. You're right. Uh, I like Dan. visionaries. I was a big, visionaries but this was guy. like the horror version of that, and they were uh, just the coolest. Battle no cartoon, beasts, though, were unfortunately. Cool. Yeah, army I, ants and all that shit. I had those. What I love about all right to go back though about this feeling like a Halloween movie is that the thing that I love so much about this film, I think it's probably my number. It's always going to be number two um, after the original one. It's just that. It's the it's the same aesthetic and the same team that created the original movie. Like so, for me, it's like you know. Granted, there was the whole uh, was it Alan Quartermain who did the script or something like that. That they were, I guess, he didn't really like the, the Alan, Alan Quartermain or not Alan the, the, the Lost City of Gold. No, the, he was the one with Sharon Stone. No, god damn it! It's that, a, that low rent that uh that the, he was like Alan Quartermain was like GoBots to Indiana Jones Transformers. Oh my god, true. <laughs> <laughs> It was... No, I know who you're talking about, though. No, I, oh, you're you're talking about the Great White Hunter at fictional Alan Quartermain, yeah, who's Sean Connery. No, I'm talking about Nigel, Nigel and Neil. God damn it, he was doing the, the Quarter Mass series. Never mind, I totally fumbled that one. <laughs> you know, you um, know, everybody, you know, everybody talks about the, you know, everybody likes that Gremlins two sketch on Key and Peele, right? Yeah, like where he's pitching all the different Gremlins, like this is how Gremlins do happen. Like, I want to see that except Halloween three, where somebody's in a Hollywood pitch meeting. All right, so the kid puts the mask on, right? And then a bunch of crickets come out of the mask. And then a big snake comes out and the two snakes come out. And then the ma- then the, the snake bites the dad. And then the dad dies and the kid's dead and the mom's like, can you imagine that? Well, apparently, so I was just listening to Tommy Lee Wallace uh, at the gym, which is an interesting choice when you're on the treadmill because his voice is so like uh, grumbly and low. And so I'm just sitting there just like, what are you saying? Uh, but uh, he he was basically talking about how it all started because Deborah Hill um, rest in peace. She basically said witchcraft and computers. I and love then, that idea. And then ga- they gave that to Nigel Neal, who, as I incorrectly said, he was Alan Quartermain. Uh, <laughs> he was he was part of the Quartermass series and, Al- and Carpenter liked his works. And I guess he kind of came up with most of the script. And I always thought that his script was kind of derailed and like they didn't really use it because he just it just didn't work. But Tommy Lee Wallace was saying like 60%, 70% of this movie is is still his script. And he just didn't want his name attached to it, I guess, which is um, interesting. But yeah, I don't know. So I don't know if it was the coke-fueled uh, 
pitch session that Gremlins 2 was, but you know, <laughs> although Joe Dante was originally attached to this before uh, Tommy Lee Wallace came on, I hate me good, I think, too. Yeah, um, he would have brought a little bit more humor to it, I think. I think so. I think yeah. so. This movie is pretty dark, but it does have a good dark sense of humor at the same time, too, I guess. I wanted to ask though about Atkins. Let's go back. I wanted to go back to Atkins because, like, what is it about him that makes him so like singular? I mean, because he's, I just can't really think of another actor that's like him. He just is so different, and I can't think of an actor today that's like him. I just feel like he's a very singular icon in a way. Um, am I alone in thinking that, or, or, or you know, are you? Gonna... He pulls off the regular guy thing very well. Yeah, I was going to say... I assume he's dark... from the Midwest, but he's probably from California. No, I think he's from... Uh, he's from Michigan? Am I making that up? Tom, let me see. He's going to be from like, Alaska or something. He's from... Uh, uh, Pens- Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, oh that makes a, sense. That makes he's sense. He's a jag-off. One of the... <laughs> He's got he's got that he's got that Pittsburgh Jagoff blood rolling through him, which is basically Chicago. So I think that might be <laughs> that might be it. Darcy, because you've you, I've talked to him the most out of us. Is he aware of sort of his uniqueness, even in, in the horror genre, just of how he is as an actor? Uniqueness? I can't say it for sure, but he's definitely aware of his sex symbol status. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, yes. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe are you know sometimes like, okay, like Gilligan's Island, right? Uh, uh who's the girl uh, plays Marianne? Um, Don Wells. Are, you know the whole thing. Marianne's like, no, oh, Don she- Wells is um, yeah, Don Wells is Marianne, and I can't remember Ginger. You know, when yes, Tina Louise. Yeah, like yes. so the whole thing, right? Is like, oh, well, Mary, people like Marianne because she's the girl next door. But you're like. She's still pretty conventionally hot, you know what I mean? Like it's like you're like okay, not and but but Atkins though maybe maybe what it is is that like no he really does look like the middle aged dude next yeah. door and maybe maybe there's something that feels attainable about him. I don't know. I'm just like psychoanalyzing. I mean, people, look at this but, fireman yeah. like over there in the yellow hat. He's trying to be Atkins. Doesn't work. It's like you know, it's like no, so, sorry, pal. Like keep the hat on. Got a Jamie uh, Gillis kind of vibe to him. I the thing I like about him is he's kind of the full package. He's got the he's first off, not everyone can pull off a mustache. I've tried it, doesn't work. I look yeah, like same. I look I, like yeah, I look like anorexic Burt Reynolds. Um, if I have uh, <laughs> a, 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 a a mustache on, but with him the mustache works. It works great. Then he kind of looks weird without the mustache. Though. Yeah, because in Creep Show it doesn't work for me. It's 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 like I don't know. It's almost like, like some evil. people are just born to have a mustache. Well, it's like the opposite it's weird of Star when they Trek. Don't have it. You know, and well, in Star Trek, they have the mustache, so they're evil, right? The go- yeah, the goatee. Yeah. So with him, it's like Evil's if he has the mustache on. off, he's 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 evil. <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, he's also got like he never hides his accent, which I like too. Like yeah. it's almost it's like a it's like that halfway Midwestern thing that Pittsburgh's got going on. He also has yeah. no chest hair apparently because long too down. down. His shirt, he's showing lots of cleavage there. That is yeah. Very- yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor walking around dressed like that. <laughs> He's asking for um, Atkins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got the taco meat out, and <laughs> and he does have like chiseled kind of features, you know. Like I'm looking at these other mustachio gentlemen, and I'm like, now nah, he's got like a sharpness about him, I guess. But yeah, you had a pretty, mustache uh... before, Caffrey. What do you think? Do you think it works, or do you look like? Uh, do you feel like? You oh like me, Bronson, uh, no, nah, I don't think so. I, I actually remember. Um, yeah, I did one just to do one, <laughs> and I think it was one one of the first times I shaved my head, also, and. Uh, 
I think it was me and you guys like bad apple or something. And and it was after South by Southwest. So like Justin hadn't seen me in a few weeks. I remember it just got me. He just went, what are you doing? Like, it was just, <laughs> it was just, so I don't think it works for me. I'm like a beard or stubble guy. But yeah. I mean, I'm looking at, man, he's 86. Atkins, he's my grandmother's age. That's crazy. I'm just looking at him right now. I'm like, oh, is still he, does he, still have the, does he still have a mustache, Darcy? Do you know? He does. I'd still grow up. When you're so, trying to look, you don't, that works. You don't, don't fuck with it. it. Yeah. I was upset when he's in uh, my bloody Valentine. Uh, what is it? 3D, I think it is. And, um, yeah. and he's in it. And they kind of underuse him a little bit. And I was like, is God he a main it. character or just like a cameo? Yeah, he's kind of, he's like pals with Jensen Ackles. And mm. so um, I thought it would be like kind of a buddy thing. And then, of course, they didn't use it too much. I mean, that's the thing I love about the 80s and the 70s, especially, is that like, you know, actors above, I don't know, 35 could actually have more screen time than, you know, 10 or 15 minutes in the last 30 years of movies <laughs> or 25 years of movies. It's just like, I kind of like, I, I kind of like a movie where the mean age for everyone is like, it's like in Creep Show. Like if you averaged out all the ages of that movie, everyone's like 52 years old. Like I, I fucking love that. Like for me, that's scarier to me. Like if my, if my dad is scared and also my grandfather is scared, then the situation's fucked. Then, then something's really off. And that to me, I think translates. Basically, I'm saying I like old people getting scared in horror <laughs> movies. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, is- that's true. Because I'm, I'm thinking about. I feel like Carpenter actually used older casts yeah. back then. Yeah. But although, hey, I don't know. Well, the guy who's in Prince of Darkness, uh, who I'm neglecting his name, does kind of have like a wish.com Tom Atkins kind of feel to him, doesn't he? Yeah. Like, it's like, <laughs> like you know, Mama, we want Tom Atkins. We have Tom Atkins at home. And Tom mm-hmm. Atkins at home is the guy from Prince of Darkness, right? Yes. Yeah, no, I can buy that for sure. Does well, he... Uh... Is he? I always wondered this too from Pete because there are a lot like Jamie Lee Curtis, right? Apparently doesn't like horror movies so much. Does he, Darcy? Do you know? Does Tom Atkins like horror movies? Like, does he like this movie, or is it just like a job for him? Honestly, I think it's kind of a job for him. He doesn't like hate them. Just not not the super horror fan we would hope him to be. I guess. Yeah, I think that's the case with a lot of actors. (laughs) All right, take a shot, everybody. You know what I miss? And we talk about that. I feel like it's always this crew too, which is funny because me and you, Vanderbilt, are the only ones that smoke. It's like, I miss smoking at a, at a bar. I, I I just, I hate the fact that I have to go outside, even especially in Chicago when it's like 10 degrees. Michael Myers. Uh, they finish your drink, man. <laughs> Don't worry. Tom Atkins will. <laughs> All right. I've, I've said this many times in the podcast and on Twitter. I really do think at some point we are going to get a proper Halloween multiverse movie, like a Spider-Man No Way Home. Of the, and I wonder what that means for this film. But and the fact, like, I don't know, is the TV a portal into no. Michael Myers universe? Or there's got to be something guys. Like, fi- metaphysically, what does all that mean? I don't want to take you out of the film, but there's a big error here. He's watching TV in a bar on a Wednesday and there's football on. Football is never on Wednesdays. It was okay. always on Sundays and Saturdays. And just, maybe it's a rerun. Maybe, just movie. maybe that's Shit why he's movie. bored. <laughs> It's like, ah, this is, I already watched the damn uh, Giants game. Uh, put on another, you know, put on cartoons. Maybe he had cartoons. Maybe a Steelers before. fan, right? Being from uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, from oh, that Pittsburgh is true. Game. Yeah. All right. Can I? I'm going to be talk- the sports guru since Justin isn't here. And I know mm-hmm. absolutely nothing about sports. <laughs> I'm not a sports. Anyone likes, I, I, Darcy, do you like sports? I do. Yeah. Which, what's your favorite sport? 
Well, does wrestling count? <laughs> oh, wrestling is great. Love wrestling. Yeah, wrestling, baby. I do like football too. Fuck the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's your team? Well, uh, Panthers I grew up on, but also wherever Brady is. So currently Bucks. Nice. Okay, cool. Nice. You grew up in Carolina? Yeah. Or which, which Carolina? South Carolina. Uh, nice. Which, which town? I, I lived there for a little while. Did you really? Charleston. Oh yeah, I, I, do you know a place called Georgetown? It's like two hour, yeah, or, like two hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was in Georgetown, and I lived in a, in a in a place called Clinton that's near Greenville. It's like a, more of a jerkwater kind of town, but yeah, I, I got pride for South Carolina. Yay, South Carolina. Yeah, <laughs> jerkwater jerk town. What the hell is that? Yeah, mean? <laughs> you know, like a, like a backwoods <laughs> jerkwater. You know, like uh, I've never I, heard I, this I idiom before. You ever heard like jerk jerk water? Like it's like podunk, you know, saying that kind. Of, okay. I, I say because I live there. I'm not insulting it. I, would, I, Hatt- uh, would Haddonfield be a jerk water town? Depends on which movie. Like <laughs> yeah, it has true. a it has like a jerk water town kind of vibe. I'd say like in four and Halloween ends, but it feels more like a close, like I'd say almost like a close Chicago suburb and the original and the second one. Uh, yeah, I'd agree. Well, five's, it, all, five's all fucked up because like they got a gothic mansion. Uh, instead of the original Myers house. So Makes I don't know no what sense, that is. Yeah. But then you see farmland in five. All Because here's the thing. If you live in Illinois, if anything that shows farmland is going to be somewhat south, right? Which puts it far yes. from Chicago. And yeah, the first two, you don't really see any farmland. And you know what's funny? Ends, you don't quite see farmland, but Ends does a nice job of showing like the kind of outskirts of Haddonfield, which feel, which to me feels a little podunk i, I i'm and uh, real quick if any of our listeners are from south carolina or from clinton i'm not like i said not insulting it i just oh say, no this is like I, when you apologize to dan Aykroyd for for making fun <laughs> of his vodka like it's okay it's fine <laughs> they tune in for that right no i went back to uh clinton during the pandemic to um on a little writing retreat because he couldn't go anywhere cool really so i was like i'm just gonna drive to clinton from atlanta and uh it looked exactly the same as when i was eight years old so yeah but yeah, you start using jerk water. It's a good word. I think. I'm going to start using that now. I'm going to, and someone's yeah. going to like probably knock me in the head for using it. And I'm going to be like, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. They're like, that's a really offensive thing to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Backwards. Oh, fun fact, by the way. So this street that we're on right here, it's the same street in Halloween too. When, uh, you know, the, I guess the kid with the boom box is walking across oh, the radio there. scene. Oh, yeah. that's cool. That's yeah. not in Pasadena. Yeah. So if you want to talk about multiverse, maybe, you know, this is a, you know, things coming together there a little yeah. bit. The, right. But this movie wasn't filmed wasn't filmed in South Pasadena, though, was it? Some of it. I mean, some of it was. Most of it was, sent, so, if it was filmed in, um, is it Sierra Madre? Or no, not Sierra Madre. I, I'm getting the locations and everything mixed up today. But um, all right. I have a question for you guys. If you were kids in 1982 and this was, you know, were in living in the Halloween 3 universe, would your parents have bought you the silver shamrock mask? Mine would now. Yeah, we already told us your dad would have brought the. Uh, yes, he would have brought the crappy one and stuff. Would have brought it. like um, like what would the knockoff brand of silver shamrock be like? Uh, be bronze, bronze four lion, leaf, four leaf clover masks. <laughs> it's the same. You bought it that you bought at the Zare. What was the I, best costume that you? Looking back now. What's the best costume that you had? And and Darcy, I, you've, I mean, I imagine you have the, I mean, cosplay can be involved too. Um, what do you think is the best costume you've ever done? And then what do you think is the one that looking back, you're like, what was I thinking? 
Uh, what best? Yeah, which one? Hard. It's a tough one. Or the one that you think is like you look back I on. Mean, like, I, I was ten years old going as Dark Man. Like I thought I was pretty cool, but everybody thought I was the Invisible Man. Yeah, because no was, one saw Dark Man when it came out. Yeah, so I was, was the like, only one. Oh my god! I love that you did Dark Man. Thank you. It was good too. It was pretty right on. You have pictures. Post them. Of course <laughs> I do. Of course I do. Yeah. yeah. And the last year, I was really proud of my Kolchak. And my Billy Jack, which were essentially costumes for anybody over the age of 50. Everybody else had no idea what the hell I was doing. What was but it? those costumes are fun because the people that get it absolutely love it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Ah, here Darcy, we are. What was your best childhood costume? And then, and then, in your opinion, your best cosplay since then? Lord, I have literally no clue. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know I used to always do Yvette from Clue. Like over and over again. We, so oh, just favorite. watched it last yeah. night too. No way. Holly, yeah. Colleen Camp, one of my favorite Hollywood duos. <laughs> I see what you did. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like eight being a vet, you know, so not exactly right. <laughs> but I didn't care. I was like, just any excuse to wear fishnets. So like every year it's like, I would be a vet. And then I like, still subscribe to that theory. I, I would say, God, there's too many. I like to do ones that are fun. Oh, you know what? My funnest night recently on Halloween is when I did Harley Quinn the year the first suicide suicide. Oh, nice. Because I knew there was gonna be 18 billion Harley Quinns, but I didn't care. It's like I on Halloween I do something that matters to me in that particular year, no matter what. So I was like, I'm gonna be the eight thousandth Harley. That's cool. But I went to the West Hollywood parade and there were like so many Harley, sea of Harley Quinns, all ages, shape, gendered, whatever, and we all like banded together. And I, I walked around super stone taking video, and I was like, <laughs> "We're we're all like a sisterhood, and just like just being super crazy with like these army of Harleys." It was like the coolest night to have the most generic costume. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's a good icebreaker, right? Like, I mean, if yeah, you think about, I mean, like, we're I'm, all like Harley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Guys, I grew up and still live on the south side of Chicago, and it's heavily Irish. And let me tell you, this movie is practically a documentary. How, <laughs> how, how they behave. You know, I speak. You know, I speak a little Irish. Wait, really? Oh yeah, I'm a Russian Irish. Sorry, she's sorry, she's sorry, she's sorry, she's sorry, she's sorry, she's sorry. <laughs> oh, that's good. Because that is Vanderbilt is. Uh, I always thought Vanderbilt was German. That's Dutch. Oh, uh, Dutch. I'm Irish okay. on my mom's side, just the good half, right? Uh, like Henry Hill. I thought I was Irish. I mean, I am a little bit Irish, but I thought I was mostly Irish till very recently. It turns out, like, I'm actually more Jewish than Irish, which is crazy. You no, know, that actually makes a lot of sense. You're one of us, so it yeah. makes. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I mean, yeah. I'm only like 17 percent Jewish, so not like a ton, but yeah. but uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'll, I'll just say the shalom. <laughs> so say happy Halloween. I'll say shalom. Now, Dar- Darcy, these are three of my favorite characters. I think in the entire Halloween universe, I, I like this jumpsuit. And there she is, the Stone Cold Fox of the movie. According, I know to me, you right? always you always say this, and it, it's she's hot. I'm into her, and I like that the the uh, costume designer said that she wanted to dress them like the ugliest Americans possible. And I'm sitting here like, man, that looks good. I think I have. I think I have that sweater. <laughs> I 
this is probably not the case. I'm wondering if it's supposed to be Michael Myers reference. Cause she's kind of in a jumper. You know what I mean? And oh, probably God, not, it's but... not it. No, <laughs> <laughs> you just want him in here so bad. Like what I if know. he pulled up in a car and like the, the station wagon pulled up as like a fun Easter egg. And he like is, you know, he just wanders off in the distance or something like that. And it's like a <laughs> yeah. naked gun scene. Just absolutely takes you out of the movie real quick on, um, uh, let me see who, who it was, uh, I'm pretty sure that's by the way, I'm sure pretty sure that was Tom Atkins' wife that walked by. Um, oh, really? Or maybe right. that's what you know. <laughs> so, real where was it? Oh, who she was his real life wife at the time. Oh, okay, yeah, that's his first wife. Mm-hmm. He's he's on a second wife, right? I think. Um, no, so I was pro- gonna say, speaking of you can't Michael tie Myers, Tom, you can't tie Tom Atkins down for two. I was long. gonna say, especially during this era, like with all that married, masculinity, like, no, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's been married though. I think he's been married to the his current wife for a long time. I yeah. feel like, I feel like Tom Atkins, you know, like, um, he's like a magnet. Like if he walks into a bar, like a, you know, a, a shot of like a, um, a tumbler of whiskey goes right into his hand. <laughs> a cigarette goes right into his mouth. And then, you know, like, oh, like heads turn on the bar, yeah. both sex. It's just, uh, yeah. I just feel like that's, that's kind of his uh, curse in life. I like that line. That's a stupid question. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> So I had a question about this and I've always thought about this. Is this movie better or maybe not better, but is it maybe too much if Adrian Barbeau is the, is opposite uh, Tom Atkins in this movie? No, no, but I do have, I, I question about that relationship, which relationship is more believable. Uh, Corey no. and Allison or Tom Atkins. And uh, I'm neglecting her name in this movie. Stacey Nelkins. Uh, Ellen, Ellie, Ellie Gimbridge. Yeah, I was like, why am I blanking? <laughs> I know. I was like, I just, fortunately, I have Wikipedia open, so I'm cheating. Aw. This is what it felt. I always remember this is kind of what it felt like that first night when the bars and restaurants shut down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I worked. We worked our last shift, and it was just eerily quiet throughout the city. Yeah. It was, uh, God. Let's go back to those days, huh? Those were fun. <laughs> uh, how was it shooting the last drive-in throughout all that, though? Because I mean, you or I guess you all got lucky because you filmed beforehand, or what? What happened during that year? I can't say things. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. That's we fair. have our <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, it's it. It was it was definitely we got fortunate in the sense that we still had it, though. I remember. When it was going on, the music box where we we uh, you've been to uh, you're in December um, yeah. actually last July I think um, we they were doing this sort of thing where they were giving out bags of popcorn but you know when you know but come on by and get you know concessions during COVID with like bags of popcorn and you could get wine and everything and like it was a way to kind of support the theater and I remember like every drive-in night. We get it. But the thing is, is that they didn't just give you like, you know, a thing of popcorn or whatever. It was this like giant fucking trash can, like a trash bag of popcorn. And so like, you know, the drive-ins every Friday, I would be, I, I had more than enough for the month for the one time I got it. But after like every, every week, I just be like, oh, let's go back. We got to support them. Let's get it. So by the end of the month, I had like four or five bags of just this giant popcorns that are in the like living room during covid and I don't know. It was just that's that's how that's what I remember the most during <laughs> well that and constant dread. But yeah, lots of popcorn <laughs> in my living room um, during that time. But so the the biggest for me, I'm a germaphobe. 
the most horrific moment of the entire Halloween franchise right now is when he allows this random guy <laughs> to drink off of his whiskey bottle and he just is totally cool with it. I'd be like, take the bottle. I'm good. I can't do it. It's not going to happen. Does he take it back? Atkins? Yeah, he takes it back. He Are you does, kidding uh... me? Of course. He's going to get the whiskey. <laughs> Did they say that he's an alcoholic in this or is it more just implied that he's a little bit of a... I don't know, like a loafer. You know what I mean? Is it implied that he's he's got an actual alcohol problem? Is it more just like, yeah, he likes to have a good time? I feel like it's more like, like the one. I don't think they officially say it. Yeah, I yeah, feel it like just implies his wife. His wife's just sort of disappointed in him. Right. She's not mad. Yeah. She's just disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a doctor, so it's like, you know, probably. <laughs> Can't imagine he's too harsh of an alcoholic. Although I, I mean, my grand, my grandfather, <laughs> pretty sure was somebody's one, but... graduating at the bottom of those classes, man. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> somebody well, drank. Doctor, their, somebody uh, drank their way through medical school. They're out there. Doctor Mixter and Halloween Two is is really drunk throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Well, he just came from a party, so maybe that's not fair. God, they, I guess this. I guess all right. If we're gonna rank doctors, now that we're going back to this, because we were <laughs> talking about that earlier on. Is Dr. Chalice the best doctor that we got in this franchise? Because you got Dr. Loomis, obviously, kind of a nightmare when it comes to psychologists. And then <laughs> you have Dr. Mixter, as you mentioned, Dan. And then you have the new doctor who's kind of a scumbag in Halloween Ends. Oh, uh, Dr. Mathis in Halloween Ends. Yeah. 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 I got to go with Loomis. I mean, Loomis is just like, yeah, he, well, you're talking about Halloween costumes. I still, that's going to be mine this year again. But, um, that that's one of my best. I think it's Dr. Loomis just because it was so easy to do it exactly like he looks in it. But I mean, Loomis is such an iconic character for me. I think I have to go with him as much. as I like Dr. Chalice um, and Dr. Mathis and Dr. Mixter. They're all just kind of like, they're like, they're just bad dudes, you know? So well, I think I here's the better question. Here's the better question to that point. You're in trouble. You're in the emergency room. You open your eyes. Who do you want to look up and see? Who do you trust the most? While you're on the slab, I I'm go, gonna go with Doctor Chalice. I am too. Yeah, Chalice. Chalice. Yeah. Let's not overlook the scene, though. Holy moly! <laughs> I know this is pretty. Which, uh, by, by the way, I think is that Dick Warlock. That's right there? Dick Warlock. I mean, the original, the best. As far as Oof. I'm concerned, the best Michael Myers. But um, that blood, I, that that blood spurt as he uh, shoves it down is Chef's kiss. This oh, I is, love. Old, I love old neon. Is it kind of yeah, a grotesque? I'm, I'm a sucker for this stuff. I know you always take photos of the neon near you. And I, I always get jealous because we don't have, I, mean, I guess we got the music box neon. That's pretty cool. Um, I always feel bad for this character, like incredibly bad. She's like such a nice person and she gets such a horrific fucking death. <laughs> like she's still alive. Like when it's. Uh... All right, here's a question. Would you rather die at the hands of Michael Myers or one of these masks? <laughs> oh, Michael Myers, easy. The snakes, man, that's too creepy. I get, ugh, gets under my skin or out okay. of it, literally. Okay, but here's the thing. I'm choosing the death of Michael Myers. So your death is going to be Karen's death in Halloween 2. Where, or, yeah, where, yeah, Karen who gets the, the hot tub death or okay. or the, the silver shamrock death. Which are you going for? Here and I think I've I think this has come this 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 came up somewhere recently, but like you, the Karen death, that's where what is she gets dunked in the uh yeah, the, the soup, the, right? The hot tub, yeah. The hot tub. Uh your body will go into shock when that happens. Like quick. Oof. So you won't feel nothing. Okay. Like I imagine there's a point when you put that mask on where you kind of feel the cricket coming yeah. out of your skull. And I'm not in for that, man. That's mm -mm. 
So I would. G- Oh yeah, you go first, Darcy. Darcy, you've been killed by Michael Myers. Would you shake? Oh, <laughs> or at least Corey, Corey Cunningham, at least. <laughs> um, <laughs> would you say Corey or the Silver Shamrock Mask? Um, well, Corey was fun, but if it was going to be Michael Myers or the Silver Shamrock Mask, I'm going to go with the mask because I love animals, and if they're eating me, like if I have to go, it's like at least had all the crickets and the snakes. So. <laughs> they get a meal. That is the it. nicest answer. <laughs> I've never thought of the like a humanitarian oh, a- answer for Halloween 3. I love it. I love it. Um, are you are you vegetarian, Darcy, or vegan? I am, yeah. I've, always, I've tried several times and, and have been able to because I am an awful person. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I would go... I mean, I don't know. I don't, I think, I don't think I'm, I'm not going to beat Darcy's answer. That's really good. But I was, I was going to say at least with Michael Myers, there's the shock thing Vanderbilt mentioned, but also I would be aware of what's going on. I think with the mask, because it's almost this fantastical thing, I would be so freaked out because I'd be like, what is happening right now? You know, like where's Michael Myers? I'm like, okay, someone's behind me and dunking me and trying to kill me. Um, look, neither of them are good. Let's just say that it's, uh, I'd rather die of old age or, um, <laughs> morphine overdose or something yes good call <laughs> i kind of go out as annie from halloween one i think that'd be kind of cool you know just about to go <laughs> drive no, over no, your no, lover no. as we said earlier in the show no kink shaming here mike i know well hey you know that's what i was gonna say but uh i wasn't gonna go there but um so all right you asked before about the relationships vanderbilt with uh Corey and allison but in terms of atkins relationships do we buy this relationship more than his relationship with Jamie Lee Curtis, the hitchhiker in, in the fog, <laughs> who just all of a sudden is like, hey, this is a cool thing. I want to go sleep with this guy that night, like, but as they drive know, away. I don't know. I just feel like that's just the, the uh, what do I want to say? The Atkins factor. Mm. Atkins diet. He just puts on. <laughs> it's more believable here because he has a mustache and the fog yeah. he doesn't. So I'm not going uh... to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that wait, yeah, he doesn't have a. It's funny because I weirdly remember him having a mustache in the fog, but he totally doesn't have a mustache in the fog. No, nope. I literally always think that I'm like, Mm-mm. Shane's doing that to non mustache Tom Atkins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because in Creepshow, you could tell he hasn't had sex in a very long time. That's probably why he's like very <laughs> angry, Dallas. you know. It That's why he's got those mustache in that, and we wouldn't have bought it. I know, it's, it's like, it's like, ah, he seems like a nice guy. <laughs> That's why he's got all the magazines in his underwear drawer. That's all. That's like all Night of the has. Creeps. He's like slept with the entire college campus, probably. Yes. Um, I guess. So I late to be asking that question, Slick. Man. <laughs> so I always get kind of depressed because it just seems like everyone's having like a pretty good Halloween up until this point. You know, like they have no idea how bad it's going to get. Like, you know, she's just really reading Carlos Castaneda, I believe, and enjoying whatever. And her life is literally just going to be turned into hell in about three seconds. And it's well, the movie also. Well, I guess we see the head get snapped off a little while ago, but it's all happening to kind of periphery characters up until now. Yeah, I feel like it just does go from zero to 60 in this. I mean, which I like. I I love a big swing like that. And I think it just it ramps up so much starting with this scene and then doesn't really let up till the end. The pacing is pretty good in this movie. Cause you got this, you get the opening, which is pretty like, Oh my God, what's going on? The explosion. And then you got this sequence. That's kind of gives you that little middle thing. And then 
Yeah, it, it kind of goes back into sort of tranquility a little bit because then it just goes to the factory and you kind of have the whole tour and everything, you know. Um, an old man Cochran is like walking everyone around. Um, do uh, do any of y'all have the Don Post masks that you that you can actually buy from Trick or Treat Studios uh, for these uh, for the Silver Shamrock ones? If anybody has them, I'm guessing Darcy does. I have many. <laughs> do, do they have the actual Silver Shamrock tab on the back of them? I do yeah. Oh my oh, that's god, cool. that's awesome! Very cool. Have you ever played with the the, the <laughs> worry that it's going to end up like this? Jesus, um, I have not. <laughs> that's actually. Have you ever oh, put god, the mask dude. on and watched the Silver Shamrock single? <laughs> have, have you ever actually tested faith? Faith, right? You know, I'm going to do that and also say Candyman five times later. See how they both. Oh out. yeah. <laughs> I have you... not done the Candyman thing, which I'm not that superstitious, but I'm like, yeah, just, yeah, just like, not worth why? it. Why? Why try it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like what's the, yeah. The, well, I'm in Chicago, I'm so I'm definitely that. not trying it. So, you know, I did the Beetlejuice thing once and I was hoping that Beetlejuice from the Howard Stern show was going to show up. <laughs> Alas, he did not. <laughs> yeah. He I share um, a birthday. You know. just oh, really? <laughs> yeah, we did miss his, just it. Went it without saying anything. Oh, we missed that. Silence. Ass. Yes. Oh, nuts. I was talking. I'm here. Here we are talking about Candyman, and we're just Tom Askins. Askins. <laughs> you get, the get real candy. Again? The real candy. <laughs> yeah. oh, cake to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's yeah, funny I, you mentioned that he's he's still kind of leans into the, the, the sex appeal. So we were at, God, this is like 2019. And flashback weekend here. You know, I, I just, but real quick, I like that uh, Colonel Cochran uh, made all of the uh, robots look like 70s, uh, 70s porn actors. They do. <laughs> Except for this guy running the motel. He got kind of the short end of the stick. Is he a robot? The guy know. running a motel? Or is he just Irish? I think, well, yeah, it, in the book, they kind of describe it as like the whole town, they needed this. So, they kind of all like worship this guy because it's like, oh, you give us some life into this town or whatever. Mm. Um, but so like at the flashback con in 2019, he was he was at a table and my girlfriend's obsessed with Tom Atkins too. And like so we, the thing is you need cash to go up to the table and none of the ATMs worked. And like we walked all the way across like it's like in the it's it's where we did the the, the flashback con in, in August, Mike. And um, and so we went to this mall, didn't have cash. And so finally, like, we, we keep making rounds. And he goes, hey, you know, I noticed you've been walking by my table like six times. And uh, and, and and Sammy just, like, lost it. She's like, oh. he's like, well, I just wanted to get a photo. I don't have any uh, cash. And I feel really bad. And he's like, come over here. And, like, we, you know, like, took a photo with, uh, with her. It was, like, it was great. And she was shaking the entire time. Aww. And he was so nice and pleasant. And then... Um, I felt bad. And she checked like, her pants and found out that he had picked her wallet out. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we kept no, joking the whole time. We kept making bits the entire time that like he was going to lean over and be like, I'm in room 480. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you're going to, you're going to, it's going to be like a decent proposal and we'll be at like the Caddyshack <laughs> restaurant and he's going to walk up. But, um, what would you do yeah. for you know, I'd be like, look, I love Halloween three. So, uh, you know, trigger. <laughs> I'll be over here hanging out with Brad over by the body discussing table. Um, all right. So have we all seen the fugitive 93 is the fugitive? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, with with Sarathens Ford. Doesn't this remind you so much of like when you'd call into the lab tech in th that movie? Like, I swear to God, I get these two scenes mixed up all the time. And it's always her like going over like, well, the one-armed man, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's literally the same fucking scenes here. Um, so they copied Halloween 3 is what you're saying. I think so. I'm saying, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking <laughs> whoever, Davis. yeah. Harrison Wait, Ford's who is Fugitive Richard Donner? No, uh, Andrew Davis. Oh, Andrew Davis. Is he, I, I, I'm trying to see if there's any uh... Chicago's finest. He did. Oh, um, the, we did the Final Terror, uh, the horror, uh, kind of a notable slasher. Well, if he has maybe, a maybe bag in his three. closet, if he has a bag in his closet, this director Andrew Davis, and it's like a bag of uh, ticket stubs, <laughs> I guarantee you that Halloween Three is one of those ticket stubs because he was like, you know, uh, I saw this movie in 1982. <laughs> And they have this great lab tech. We got to bring her in for, for fucking The Fugitive <laughs> of 1993. Um, Darcy, are you a big fan of going to like filming locations of these places? Mm. Of like these movies? Or is it kind of like, you know? Um, I don't know. It's like, it's cool if I'm near it, but I don't super seek it out. The only ones I did were Scream 2. I went nuts over there in, in Georgia. Like yeah. all over the, the college where they shot there. And then actually scream that Stu's house. I went to the very first party they had there. So those two, I was like, I have to go. And then I took the tour on the bus wearing like going to the grocery store and stuff. And you can hear all the people talking. It's like, what are they doing? And we're all like, Ooh, this is where they being and whatever. And like, it's about some old movie. I don't know. But we're just like, don't worry about it. People. <laughs> I love it. We were just yeah. worshiping everything. It's like, wow, there's like heavy on here. And just, it's just a normal grocery store. With just a normal grocery yeah. Like, can you excuse me? I'm trying to get, you know, I'm trying to get my minestrone soup. Like, yeah, literally, it's like we're cutting in line and whatnot. Like, this is just our life. <laughs> yeah, I. If I'm, it's I'm, if I'm in the city and I happen to be near, I'll try to do it. I will say the Halloween locations. There is something like special about like going into Pasadena and seeing these things. It's kind of like, it is surreal. I, I, I'm going to be in LA in about a week, and I didn't realize that they have this this uh gallery that's right behind the Myers house and um and they have an Airbnb and I was just like you know what we got to do it for Halloween let's just stay at this this place behind the Myers house and I know that like I'm going to be like and I'm debating on whether or not I'm going to bring a Myers costume or whatever but I just we were talking about it earlier and I was like oh I'm going to look like such a fucking asshole to these people that like are locals they're just be like oh it's just a it's just a dentist office now like you need to calm down <laughs> you know like you know I but know I'm sure you're so used to it though the people that not own the Myers house are all about it they they encourage people to come out oh, okay that they live there so definitely be cheesy with them and that also reminds me this is something that did happen while we were shooting during the pandemic is that we had to not shoot in Texas. So we moved to where they shot Friday the 13th is where we did oh. our cabin. So I'm like, that made me feel really magical. That is something I love and felt really strongly about. So wait, were you in um Hope, New Jersey or Blairstown? Yeah. Well, New so I'm at right now I'm actually in uh Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, which is where my parents are. So I drive I'm like 10 minutes from there right now. I drive wow. I I'll drive back to New York tonight. I always drive by Hope and Blairstown. I had to stop there once to get gas, but I haven't like gone and walked around the town or anything i want to does it still look like it did with friday the 13th at the diner and everything um i hear that it does i didn't actually get to see any of that we just kind of hmm i probably should have said too much but we weren't really supposed to be shooting there oh, oh no yeah, that's all right <laughs> so we kind of did your thing and got out <laughs> just kidding I, that's, no that's so funny because i remember that season yeah, we last drive-in and 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 you guys were like 
saying, oh, we're we're the secluded. I thought it was just a bit, but you really were. Like from, a, really were. from a famous movie, wink, wink, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, we weren't supposed to say exactly what we were doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like in a <laughs> maniac. I you critically earlier because I'm like, I don't That's know what fair. supposed to say. <laughs> hey, we're investigative reporters. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. think it's just us like, why did you say that? I'm like, Oh. Yeah. So it's to be like uh, I can't keep track of what I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> be like, if, if turn it off. Edit, yeah, if we need to edit anything, just let us know. But uh, yeah, no, that I, yeah, we, I've always we, we've so definitely far run, <laughs> now. It's all right. <laughs> we've yeah. never run our mouths on this show and had to cut anything out, right? Oh yeah, no, not yeah, at all. Yeah. I've I haven't had to take out large five minute sections of episodes before because <laughs> we're railing about something. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know. It's a fun world, and you know we we never get aggravated by it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah, but that is cool though. Yeah, because I I really just thought that was a bit y'all were leaning into for the pandemic. Like, oh yeah, we're secluded, but I mean, but I guess you would have had to have been because that's uh, we all were, right? Yeah, yeah too. They had the, the built-in set that's like in New Jersey, and then and then we had parts where we went and shot there, there. So that's cool. You know, yeah, I, think I need it's, to make a pilgrimage at some point. It seems par for the course though, because I feel like. It, even like some of the best slashers of the eighties and the the seventies, the they kind of had to run and gun a lot with the filming, you know, like I, I think of maniac where they weren't even, didn't even get permits. They're just like, Oh yeah, let's go <laughs> shotgun a fake shots. Tom Savini. Oh, um, I tell you something. Mm. I don't know. Never mind. Oh, uh, come on. Uh, uh, I bonded with one of the people. So I won't say who it is. Cause they could probably figure it out. But one of the people that was sent to kind of check us out and kick us out. If we weren't supposed to be there was really into weed. And so we bonded that way. And he's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of a little party. <laughs> it is nice. the great equalizer. I had to get yeah. my uh, gas turned you know, back on. Like, hey, or- you're going to kick us out, right? Like, I'm from California. What you need? <laughs> <laughs> I had to get my that- gas turned back on. And uh, that led to the, the uh, gentleman turning me on to his buddy's weed dealer essentially yeah <laughs> i think i may have just said too much <laughs> i don't want to get the gas guy in trouble a lot of editing on this one. <laughs> yeah, I, I could hop in on what uh drugs i use and uh really fucking turn this into overdrive overdrive but, uh, <laughs> get in trouble here i feel like um, these are all these are all things that would happen in a horror movie like, oh, it, it is true you know yeah, okay. it's funny that you mentioned the maniac thing because uh, I and I I missed that. I mean, so I was watching that movie Grizzly the other day, which is I wasn't like a huge fan of. You know, it's like that old Jaws with a bear ripoff yeah. from the seventies. Not like my favorite horror movie necessarily, but they open with this helicopter shot just going over this. I, I don't know if it's a redwood forest, some kind of forest in Northern California. Like it was filmed on location, despite being this really cheaply made, almost like a made-for-TV movie. And I was thinking, I'm like, man, this opening shot of this seventies knockoff horror movie is more visually exciting to me than so much big budget stuff that comes out today because they don't film on location anymore. And in mania, I mean, maniac, you couldn't get away with that. And Oh these God, days, no, right. But no. it makes it, but it had so much character, even to grizzly. I'm like, even though it's not my favorite movie, this movie has so much character right up from the get go because they actually went to a place. Right. Um, I don't know. I think there's so much to be said for that. Even this movie. I mean, it's yeah, I know they did build a, probably build some stuff on a soundstage, but they went to a town because it looked a certain way, right? Instead of just going there and and trying to film in interiors that can mask where it actually is. So, well, I mean, I that's think about that a lot. Kind of why I loved ends like Halloween ends is that like it did feel like they were shooting like 
on you know real places i mean it, that that's my issue with all the marvel movies is that they just yeah it's so flat like i never feel like we're actually there and these are made by billion dollar studios with billions of dollars at, at pouring into the movies and like they all look so flat and yeah it's like go turn on a random like we watched that was it night of the scarecrow Oh, oh yeah, one. Dark, and I, and I love yeah. that movie, and like I really liked it. And like the thing is, I really enjoyed about it too is just like, yeah, it's like what you're saying about Halloween three here, Dan. It's like it, it, it's palpable. The places that they're at are palpable. Like all these movies back from the '60s, '70s, '80s, they all have this like real feel to it, which not a lot of movies today do. And it's that's it sucks. It's I think it's a shame, especially since we have so much technology. Like you could just use anything and if you could run and gun it'd be awesome but i guess the consequences are probably oh have a drink tom oh. atkins is having one by, uh, <laughs> by the way huge fan of the harrington jacket like probably my favorite thing to wear love it <laughs> is, that, is that is that a george's jacket from seinfeld looks like it george, it does was, look a, like george it. was a harrington style yes it yeah. was made popularized by steve mcqueen Darcy, do you like jackets? Are you a big? Um, we're huge with jackets here. We every. I mean, it's just such a niche. <laughs> are you into, are you into jackets? I'm not that into jackets. No. No. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, we. How many times have we brought up jackets on this fucking true. podcast? I'm just I think we, to, well, well I always, man on our episode, we spent like 30 minutes talking about his fucking sports coach. coach I so. love. Um, I always have since I was a kid stealing. I mean, I guess it is a form of cosplay, I guess. I always liked stealing the look of uh, if I like the character or something. And so much so, in fact, that I actually, <laughs> in Halloween ends, the DJ is wearing a Tombalo uh, shirt called the Crouching Tiger Hidden Beverage. It's a, like a cabana <laughs> shirt. And I, I ordered one. And I'll have it. I'll, 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 I should have it this week because I saw uh-huh. that shirt and I recognize the brand because I have a pink one with a flamingo on it. And... Uh, Yes, that was I, I, DJ's outfit. What's that? That was the DJ's outfit. The DJ, he's got it's like a white shirt at one point with an orange collar, and it's got the two pockets, got a okay. zipper. I remember yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. And I said, oh, I want it now. And I ordered it. I bought the set. It comes with a mat- terry cloth, comes with matching shorts. You know, perfect for Palm Springs. <laughs> I wonder if they uh they let him keep that. Sometimes you get to keep your outfit from the movie, right? Maybe I hope yeah, so. Maybe oh, they were they were anal about it like they really they to make sure every single bracelet ring was accounted for every day but haha i kept the necklace i got killed in because they had a dupe and i turned in the dupe nice <laughs> man nice. you are gonna be in so much trouble if anybody actually <laughs> listens to this episode i will well, they down will. the like five bucks for the necklace like they can't return it that was the thing they tried to return as much as they could oh yeah sure <laughs> But my clothes are bloody and my necklace is bloody. I'm like, you're not getting this back, so I'm keeping it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's just gonna ask. There's gotta be some gore on the the necklace or anything. I mean, let's that's be real. The part, right? It's gonna end up on eBay from like some production manager that's like, oh well, uh, you know. It's a little pink heart that's not all covered in blood. It's like, ah, oh, I love those. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's almost like more fun to have than any other wardrobe thing. I mean, because it's like, I, I love having like the. I don't know the, the the props in a way. It's like a prop yeah, and a okay. wardrobe at the same time. Um, uh, yeah, I if I could have anything from this movie, it would be his jacket, though. <laughs> Not to bring it back to Ed, this, I, I do want that. I just think it's got to be somewhere too. You know, like they're, some... they're probably not that expensive. I would imagine. No, I'm they? saying I want the one that he wore. The bear, like, he wants the screen worn, screen worn Tom Atkins. It was like pack of Marlboro lights in the fucking pot pocket. I'll never smoke them. I'll just keep them forever. I'll be tempted to smoke one of Atkins cigarettes. 
He's tempted to smoke one of his cigarettes right now. Um, all right, so Halloween 3, you've definitely campaigned for it. Is there another horror movie, though, or any movie that of, your, of yours that's a favorite that Joe Bob's just like, no, no fucking deal. We're not doing it. I think he's learned at this point to not say no to me. <laughs> if they you- don't happen, it's because of legal rights or something like that. Because he knows if it's something that's strong to me, if he just says no, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, you pushed a few You pushed a few through. You pushed Ice Cream Man through. Ice and I think cream. Uncle Sam is a favorite of yours, too, yeah. right? Yeah, I have to fight for the cheesy ones. My <laughs> <laughs> yeah. director is super artsy, dude. He went to the same college as David Gordon Green or whatever the the camera college. Oh, um, college. I don't North, North, North Carolina School of the Arts, I think, right? I think so, yeah. So they're both like artsy fartsy. And and so he <laughs> always fights for the like Tetsuos and like 13 subtitled movies per season and stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, no, no, no. Take this out. <laughs> I beg you. I'm going to cause a stink if you don't. <laughs> so they usually give me one or two. <laughs> I you appreciate me it as a Silent Night, Dead and Light Five fan, which is one of my probably my favorite yeah, in the series. Of so I, I love the uh, series uh, except for two, which is one which is awesome. Put a bug <laughs> in your ear for that one. Let's get Silent Night, Dead and Light Five. The toy oh, maker. I'm trying. It's you know what I think is that one of the Lionsgate ones too. They are hard, but they're starting to ease up. Well, but yeah, like, it's finally it's finally uh, getting that blue. It's finally getting that Blu-ray release. Yeah. The rights for that were all tied up. Like we were trying so hard when we we're gonna have Clint Hours the guest to get Silent Night Deadly Night Four, and I'm like, who else is begging you for this? Like, what are you talking about? No one <laughs> is asking it. you for this movie. But they're still like, no, no, no. Only if you like buy like a thousand of our movies. It's like, well, oh yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. So it's stuff like that that prevents it. But if it ever changes, and I just keep bugging and I keep working to try to get it all changed, so. Do you have like an email thread that goes that keeps going on forever? It's like, how about this one? How about this one? How about this one? <laughs> oh, you have no idea. There's so much. <laughs> I don't think oh I've seen God. Silent Night, Deadly Night Five. I don't think I've seen any of them except one. Two is the Garbage Day one, right? Yeah, Gar- yeah. I think I've seen the first two. I don't know if I've seen three. Is directed by Monty Hellman. Four is a Brian Usna joint. Uh, but five oh, is like Usna. five is the Usna. best mo- full moon movie that Full Moon never made. And. <laughs> okay. And you want to talk about hard drinkers, you can smell the whiskey on Mickey Rooney's breath (laughs) in part five. (laughs) This is a kind of Mike. I know you hate this word, kind of like a low key scare. And I think it's scary. Yeah, I'm I'm terrified of um, the uncanny valley type stuff. Like if we uh, like as a kid, I love Disney World. I love Disneyland. But as a kid, I was so terrified of the notion of like being stuck in a place where like these animatronics are or something like that. They just I don't know. That stuff get gets under my skin for sure. Um, yeah, I always forget about that. I, I kind of forget. I don't forget about the robots in this movie, but there's such a unique element to have in here. You know, I mean, it really does have this sci-fi spin to it. And I think because of the all the bloodiness and the the big uh, centerpiece scene we'll see in a bit with the masks, I almost forget that there's a lot of cool robot violence in this movie. <laughs> One thing JB and I always fight about. So you guys. Fight amongst yourselves. I can take the info back to He insists that Ellie was a robot the whole time. And I think that's insane. Um, This is like, uh, this is like your own Deckard was a replicant. (laughs) Yeah. Halloween three. Yes, really. 
he he insists no matter how much evidence I give him, no matter Tommy Lee Wallace and Stacey Nelkin both said, no, she was not a robot the whole time. He's like, nope, I'm telling you, she was. Tell tell him, tell him how wrong that is. It's totally What's wrong. What's his yeah, reasoning I mean, behind it? Or is it just like he, he got stubborn about it? Stubborn. He has yeah. <laughs> ornery. Everything I see, he dismisses. And so it's just, it's just he's stuck on that. I need people to start badgering it into him that she was not a robot the whole time. Like, yeah, I don't think I've ever thought that. Like, to lure this one random dude back to the factory, like, that was the point of her yeah. robot. Yeah. Makes <laughs> Of yeah, the end game doesn't. Why really are you going to bring an alcoholic doctor? Yeah, to the, the fact like That's is he the key to? <laughs> is he the key to all of this? The only one who can stop it. I guess the big issue I have is, uh, it's like, I guess like why why are they so con- like concerned with this guy? You know, like I know it's like it's like plot armor. Where you're like. All right, well, we got to keep this guy alive, right? <laughs> well, really, you could have just like they could have just iced this guy in the back, like you know, Dick Warlock just ripped off that one fucking guy's head off in like the alley. Rip, rip, rip just rip this guy's head off. Like, what's gonna happen? Like, you already mm-hmm. killed the, you're gonna kill the lab technician who wasn't probably gonna do anything. By the way, it was probably too late. Um, I just think they're 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 wasting a lot of resources here at Silver Shamrock, and I, you know, someone's <laughs> got to chalk that up to Cochran loving a good joke and just wanting uh, Atkins to see all this. He's yeah, like a at the end villain. of the day, that's all it is. It's a Halloween trick, right? That's all yeah, he cares it's about. It's just a gang. He's just being funny. He's just too sexy and he couldn't bring himself to do it. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I gotta <laughs> It's like in Batman 89 when they're like destroying all these pieces of art, and then he goes across the um I can't remember <laughs> what it is. And he's just like, not this one. I like this one, Bob. Exactly. That's, that's my favorite. He was like, Atkins is this guy's too good looking. Um, yeah, Cochran's like, I can change him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like maybe we- I will say Cochran's feeling right there about looking through the uh, looking at the morning, and it's Halloween morning. It's me every time. I'm, I, I always get so excited. I'm just like, oh, it's Halloween. It's the best. Aww. Although I also get depressed because it's like it's over. You know? No, it's beautiful. Enjoy that day. It's a great day. Yeah. It's a great Enjoy day. Enjoy every sunrise as long as it happen on Halloween. Yeah, I feel like too. I don't. I don't know if it's just maybe because I'm coming to where my, my parents live a lot. Um, and what like I said, they go hard for the fall here, and it's in the Poconos, so it's just a lot colder here, and there's leaves everywhere. Like I am really feeling Halloween this yeah. year. I feel like I say that every year, though. I'm always like, oh no, this is a really good Halloween. But um, yeah. Do you go all also, in on the decorations, Darcy? Um, I don't really actually because there's so much out always, so it's like yeah. very different. There's a few extra pumpkins, maybe, but like almost all the stuff around my house is Halloween decorations, anyway. So, like my giant screen animatronic greets people when you walk in the door. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, and it just goes from there. Everything is Halloween all the time. I uh, love it. Yeah. That's, are you are you in California or mm-hmm. where at? L.A. You, how? Uh, because I've been, I mean, I've only been to LA a few times. Given that the weather is warmer there and everything, do you feel like people go pretty hard on Halloween in terms of decorations and celebrating it and the fact that it's a movie town? Ew, yeah. I think there people get so into it. I love it. And there's so much Halloween stuff to do here. I haven't been home forever, but I'm here now for a few days and I get to go do it all. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> that's good to hear. I So my big, uh, this is going to be a little revelation for the podcast, is uh, I'm thinking of moving to LA. And um, oh, and so we're we're going there in a week. And I I was walking around Chicago last night. 
and just everyone went i mean dan everyone went out big time here too like i mean it uh, seems too. like it honestly it felt like i was on the set of like one of the david gordon green ones at one point because it was just like i was looking around i was like jesus christ this is more like more festive than christmas at this point mm -hmm. and um and i started i started getting excited i was like oh man is this gonna be the last uh halloween i spent here and then i started wondering i was like well does la go nuts with it so it's good to know i'm glad that that people do go crazy about it because we have this hardcore spooky culture here like, oh, i love it our community here is just like everybody knows each other and everybody goes all out mm. on everything like there's too much happening right now I can't oh that's good track of it all <laughs> that's good to know i i mean planning out the weekend because we're going a little nuts uh <laughs> that weekend you know, there's like the Mystic Museum, and then there's yeah. like the, the Forever Cemetery, and then like there's Disney does so something. Much. Yeah, it's, it's fucking Disney. wild. Holy Horror Nights, Haunted Hayride, and like there's just so much. Always, yeah. I'm I'm so excited. I'm uh, I'm losing sleep, but I. <laughs> it is the, the the idea of doing like horror as a lifestyle year round. It has definitely pacified like my depression that used to happen after Halloween. Like I, I remember like going to school the next day after Halloween and I, I just, I, I probably looked like Michael Myers. I just sat there quiet, quietly. And everyone's just like, wow, he usually is the class clown. Like, why isn't he saying something? And, um, but now you're the class clown in the Michael Myers, Myers way. mask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, I wow, the so class clown sad. is really creepy. I would, I would just get so sad. I'd look at like, I'd look at like everyone taking down the, the, the decorations. I'd be like, why are you doing this? Like, why, why are you doing this? <laughs> When they do it really fast, that is sad. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, just give me like a week. Just like take it down like November 10th. Like what I do to keep from having that depression is plan something immediately after that's still spooky. So you kind of like slowly break out of it. The so Halloween that, hangover. Yes, yeah, that's good. exactly that. There's a couple of things in LA, like they get it. There's I already mapped out. So like on the third is here and it's like slowly doing less and less spooky until you're like, okay, now I can be Christmassy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah honestly. I'm a big Christmas fan too. I, I, I think too. too many people feel like you have to like choose. And I just like, you know, I like drinking heavily and looking at colored lights. And <laughs> <laughs> I love you get Christmas. That and I, I spook that out too. It's like scary Christmas. That's when I do decorate because it's a different look. I only bring yeah. scary Christmas stuff at Christmas. <laughs> Well, that was, I mean, that's what I love so much about the show you guys did uh, in December last year, because yeah. it was, I mean, that, it was weird because we had a, an oddly warm season or so, I don't know, something was going on last year where I just felt like I can't get in the festive spirit. Maybe it was yeah, just when, And also Grinch. like Omicron was on the right, like it was a weird, it was thing. a weird Christmas. It was a weird season. Yeah. And I, I just remember when that event happened, it just, it was like, it had the feeling of like the, the the horror with the Halloween, but then it also felt like I remember us leaving out of there. It was kind of chilly. Went to the the bar afterwards, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this feels like the season again. Like this is good. This is good." Hey, um, I love that. Yeah, it was so much fun. Um, and I had I had never seen Silent Night, Deadly Night one, and that was the first time I'd seen it. And I so I was, movie. I loved it. Yeah, it's I so mean spirited. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of mean spirited, uh, this yeah. scene. Oh, yeah. oh man, <laughs> man, I I always forget this scene is kind of late in the movie right it's because it's so it's the memorable i mean if there's one memorable scene in this movie this is it yeah i want it it's funny so um a couple of years ago for halloween i really wanted to go as this kid just had like literally have a gray hoodie which i have already in some jeans and, and buy one of the don post masks and see we were hosting a halloween party and season was like 
She's like, you're going to wear that mask all night you're, while you're talking to people. And I'm like, well, I'm like, she's like, if you take it off, they're not going to know who you are. And, and she's like, and honestly, if you have it on, they probably won't know who you are. And I'm like, no, yeah, I think they will. I'm like, everyone knows the scene. And she, and nah. this is like, <laughs> this is like theater grad soon. It's not exactly like no. a horror community. So I, I really weighed it back and forth. We, and we ended up doing Pennywise and Georgie. And oh, also a good, good costume, but I, I still want to do this at some point. I feel like it would be a really easy, effective costume. Get some snakes coming out of the mouth and everything. Gross. <laughs> don't like right, it. this is you guys hard are limit. hard limit on the stakes yes yeah, you you guys are gonna i gotta think i'm crazy here Ugh. the way the mask this mask looks in its final stage so like when this final shot where you see all the bugs come out does it look like kind of good almost like a candy pumpkin or something sort just texturally. of it does like, kind of look a saying? little delicious yes yeah that's i always think that uh, and, and i don't know what that says about me why don't i think it looks like taste oh because there's a fucking snake coming out of it oh, there. there's <laughs> another one gross ah! no like, i would what, not be what would you do that. here in this situation if you're the dad what do you do i get up um i'd get up on the couch i guess <laughs> then I don't know. That's that's as far as my plan goes. I mean, the, the kid, the kid wants the snakes to come out. Had to be just like a prosthetic head or something, right? There's no way. <laughs> oh yeah, just thinking how they no. filmed this. Oh man, they're like, no, we're gonna put all the the the, the, the scariest things you could possibly imagine that are gonna be in this thing, and you, you're just you're just gonna sit here and stay because um, we're paying you. And, I mean, um, the the mom and the dad definitely have snakes crawling on their face, like for sure, like that, you know. Gross. I would do that. Snakes actually don't don't freak me out. No, no, no way, um, no way. It's nope. not happening. Nope. No. Darcy, you scared of, are you scared of snakes, Darcy? Oh, no. They can they can go all over me. It's fine. <laughs> what about yeah. what about yeah, spiders? What, spiders? No, I love them. Oh wow. Okay. No, she said. Well, she said she loves all animals. So like, okay. you, you can't you can't pick and choose when it comes to yeah, that. For real. Spiders can eat me. Snakes can eat me. It's all. Good. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you can like. I always think about oh, when I die, what do I want done? I'm like, oh, it'd be cool to get my body turned into like one of those mushroom trees that because you can do that. Like, your oh, like in that get... movie Gaia. Yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, exactly. But I'm like, oh, but what's like uh, the way Darcy's talking about the mask is like, no, I'll just have my body be like food for the the critters. Uh, it's, it's the critters. thing. Yeah. In fact, that's not Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, I was going to say, this is probably Pasadena. <laughs> all, I think it's California. all California. It's all California. Yeah. But that's why they do Pasadena. It looks like I do love, I do love the, for Baton Rouge, I always laugh because the tree right there at the, up at the bot, the top kind of looks a little bit like maybe one of the trees this that would be on the street. This is a great shot though. Yeah. It's one of the I best do like shots the, the LA shot there. And, um, every time I see this in LA, like they cheer so loud for it. It's awesome. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. really? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. No, I guess I've never seen it this, uh, I was just in Seattle the other week. Uh, I, I was going to say, I guess I've never watched this movie in any of the, uh, they don't show Chicago or anything, do they? I think they do. They do, yeah. This is the best shot in the movie, though, right here. Yeah, this is a great shot. shot. This movie has a great trailer, too. Have we talked about the, tra- I don't think we, we didn't, I don't know. We, we, I know well, there's, wait, the Phoenix shot was the original poster, right? It was like, I think the, so, yeah. Part yeah. of it, yeah. yeah. And then they had like uh, the witch mask, which is in the trailer, but it's just really, effective and really creepy and yeah. at no point do they say michael myers is not going to be in this movie. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh the trailer they don't probably oh, should have brought that up um you know maybe that's why people felt so duped by it but, look no, at but this that's such a weird time because that's before sequels were like yeah huge business but, where it was nothing to just have a movie that didn't have like but here's here's the problem because even halloween ends which once again we all love people are getting on their pains a bunch about how 
Michael Michael Myers isn't in enough, and which is a false because he's in it more than he's in the original. And also, it's just like I think people just want the same shit sometimes. Which I know drives me nuts. I, I'm like, what you and you still I don't know. You still get like a really big long drawn out fight scene. I, it, it's just funny to me what people expect sometimes well, when it with, comes to art. I, I think know. with with Halloween in particular, there are Halloween fans and there are Michael Myers fans, and there are some yeah. people that just absolutely adore that character no matter what. So they're not going to like this and they're not going to like Halloween ends. Like I like Halloween. I like the series. So. I like the aesthetic. That's for me is what gets me in this, in this franchise is that it's, it's not even any particular character. I just love like, give me even, even if it was 80 minutes of just John Carpenter, Dean Cundy shots and his score on like the streets of Haddonfield, like as an ASMR fucking channel, I'd, I'd watch that. I'd watch, I'd watch it every year. It would be, that's, it's just the aesthetic <laughs> of this movie. Like I, it's comforting to me. Like I just love the stillness of these shots too sometimes. And like, so for me, it's like, if you can just pull off the aesthetic and it's Halloween, which is the best season anyway. I mean, that's why I like trick or treat also. I mean, like trick or treat's a fun movie and it's fucking, the aesthetic is great. I don't necessarily the, need to. The Gene Simmons one? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's fun. Though, but it's it, a fun you know, movie, I, lo- yeah. I love, I love. I'm watching that tonight, bro. Watch along with the Patreon. <laughs> oh, 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 what the, the Gene Simmons one you are? Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a good movie. And uh, Skippy from Family Ties. You, that's a very Vanderbilt I, movie, I feel like. You have no idea how hard I beg the people that own that to show that on, on Halloween. It'd be perfect. I which one? It, it's when we had to replace it with Hack because I couldn't get it there. They were fighting. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, he owns it. He owns it. And he will do this. And blah, oh, man. Blah. Mostly you know who, to the music they use. It was too hard. So it's like, oh, yeah. That's what I figured. Yeah. Instead. Yay. You know, who directed, <laughs> yeah, you, know, yeah, yeah. you know who directed that movie, Mike? You'll appreciate this. The little fella from. Uh, from the untouchables and oh yeah charles uh charles martin smith from the yeah. untouchables and uh american graffiti stone oh wait the like stone. the accountant guy in the untouchables yeah. a little oh wow he's great i love him yeah he the guy that they did the guy that yeah. they ridiculously leave their their witness with in untouchables i've always thought about that it's like why would you leave it with them like why yeah, why did you leave him. it with like ness or somebody like oh <laughs> give give this important witness to the accountant to to transfer over no it should have been like andy garcia in the in the, the elevator there the guy wouldn't have died but all right know. darcy i gotta ask how do you like seeing tom atkins tied up <laughs> no king shaming <laughs> 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 <It's hot. laughs> yeah so what are we going for halloween this year though and it got any, anyone got uh costumes ready yeah, we got a. Uh, I mean, I'm, the reason I'm doing Loomis is again is, is I mean, as listeners know, we just had our uh, a child four months ago. A child, like a, a boy, <laughs> no, no, a child like, like a like, member of cult of the cult. No, of yeah, Thorn. child sounds like I, I had yeah. him just to sacrifice. No, uh, Boone, and so I'm going as Loomis. My wife is going as Laurie Strode, and Boone's going to go as Michael Myers. And it's just a uh, he. He just has like a blue onesie, and we have a little cardboard knife. Um, and his hair is always kind of like this anyway, so that'll work for Michael Myers, but uh, don't be surprised I, I really, he starts killing you in like five years from now. You I, know? I, you know, I, I asked Susan, I was like, oh, we could do like a little mask. She's like, no, he's a baby. You can't put a fucking mask on. And I was like, all right, well, let's do like makeup. Like ski mask or something like so to keep him warm. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. That's actually a really good idea. Like a white ski mask and then have his hair coming out or something. <laughs> like, And then I was like, oh, do some makeup. And she's like, he's going to mess it. And so, I think I think if it's the three of us together, people will get it right. Um, but it was funny. I was all concerned with like being true to my, you know, my, you wouldn't my be Caffrey if you if you weren't. Uh, if, if yeah, you exactly. Yeah, no, that, for real. You know? and, and Loomis, I've got the trench coat. I've got the. I mean, Loomis using a trench coat, a tie, and a white shirt. And Susan got the um, 
she's doing like the end of the movie Laurie with like the bell bottom jeans and the chambray shirt and nice. everything in a week. So that's mine. What about the rest of y'all though? I have no idea. But I have like I, I might just dip into the I have like two closets full of costumes in my basement because I never throw anything away. Yeah. And sometimes I just kind of go back to an old standby. But I am doing two DJ gigs. So I thought about just dressing like little Steven from get like a bandana just the purple bandana you need a purple bandana some some like beads and uh he he wears like these yellow like this yeah (laughs) that's pretty good (laughs) that's it that that would actually be really funny little little vanderbilt's uh underground garage garage. halloween garage garage. (laughs) i think i can't believe sammy's gonna do this i think i mentioned on the other episode but when we're in LA, because we'll be staying right behind the Myers house, she wants to go as Annie for when she spills butter. So she's just going to wear just the shirt and um, socks, I think. I have seen that costume pulled off several times at uh, the Rock Island Public House, and I'm always a fan. It's like 30 also, degrees outside. Though. Also, uh, Nancy Luma, Nancy Keys now, I think, um, she lives in South Pasadena. Well, maybe so. I'll stop by and see if she wants to take a photo. <laughs> <laughs> no, one of our listeners. <laughs> like, hey, come on uh, out, you know. One of our listeners uh, that their handle Stuffy Michael Myers on Instagram. Uh, she actually, uh, I think, I think went to the same high school as the Gerbers, but I'm not sure if she knew them. But anyway, she lives in South Pasadena, so she's always taking pictures of this little like stuffed animal, uh, Michael Myers around lo- real locations from the movie. And we were chatting. She was saying how, yeah, she lives there. And I'm like, oh, do you ever, do you ever kind of like talk to her, flag her down? And she was like, ah, she seems like she's because I don't think she acts anymore. She was like, she seems like she's just a normal lady who lives there i don't so i don't want to like bother her with halloween stuff but and what i'm saying is there's a chance yeah you're walking so you're around saying you like her. if i dress as myers yeah. definitely go and like wait until she does <laughs> yeah. laundry and just you know um... <laughs> yeah do, do you guys think that south Pasadena? because i you know we we've all of us here have gone to south pasadena and walked around seen the sites do you think the residents there i know we the people who own the houses are cool though, but do you think the residents on a whole are like oh another fucking idiot in a michael myers mask uh, <laughs> proposing to his girlfriend great like i <laughs> I, know, I always no like i love that because i remember seeing like oh this guy proposes girlfriend as michael i'm like that's awesome but i'm like oh did the people like if you're just mowing your lawn and you live near that hedge or you're just like god damn it like oh whatever <laughs> that's what i would be right i think that'd be cool actually i think that would be really you're neat very chill about it yeah exactly do you have a do you have a Halloween costume ready for this year, Darcy? I have a couple of different silly ones for different events. Um, I have one that I always make Joe Bob do something with me because he's making me work on the big night of Halloween. Mm. Um, but okay, <laughs> um, so we had to do like not couples costumes sounds wrong, but like pair costumes. So like I did the first year we did something on Halloween. We did Joker and Harley. <laughs> Nice, um, nice. I last year we did Beetlejuice and Lydia, and this year. Oh yeah, that was good. This so year good. he made me promise it would not be any makeup or anything. Something very easy, so I won't say what it is yet. But like, okay, so we have- okay. that's good. That's and good. I, I made two, or had made, two, had two made costumes for the upcoming special that I've been kind of recycling for different events. Like I actually wore the dress part of one to the Halloween end premiere. Um, so I'm kind of different events. Like I'm going to wear one part of it to the Blue Brothers premiere that's coming up. So I'm kind of just wearing different pieces of those costumes all season. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. How how advanced do you usually film before it goes? I mean, like for 
I imagine like next year's season, do you have to, is it like two months ahead of time or something like that? Or? I don't think I can answer that. Come on. I know. I know. <laughs> we're, I always wondered. Like, we're live every time we're able to be. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'll tell you what, you guys, you did a good job. <laughs> you did a good job of doing that because I really thought they were like, those first couple of ones, I was like, I really thought that they were live. I, <laughs> I imagine it's gotta be. They might yeah. have been whenever we can do live, we are. Trust me, yeah. if we could do live every fucking week, we absolutely would. Have there ever been ones where you've actually done it and then you couldn't actually run it because the movie rights got changed or something like that? Or is there have you been able to avoid that? Yeah. And and oh, really? we had to like last minute save and Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, shit happens like that for sure god that sucks that sucks yeah the rights things it, it, it's so it's so weird because like you said it's like oh silent night deadly night five why are y'all caring about like what wouldn't you just want to give a movie like that to the people who love it right it's not it, like it's, it's it's gonna make it like much more popular people that hadn't heard of it will now be like i'm gonna go buy the blu-ray like things yeah like nobody had heard of that and now i, I signed so many of them people like, oh i love this movie I'm like what that was not the point of things. <laughs> yeah, it's, but I'm glad it's just... they found it, and I'm glad people love it. That's amazing, and and so that happens with like almost anything we show that it gets new eyes on it. You know, it's just so wild to me because it, well, I think what happens too is the people who end up getting the rights to those movies who own that stuff, right? A lot of times, I feel like they're not even really horror fans, so they I think it's lost on them that the fandom around it and what a movie means to people, right? I, I used to work for a magazine where I had to interview lawyers and. It was just interesting hearing about um, intellectual property and who eventually gets their hands on it. I feel like half the time it's folks who are so far from the movie to begin with. So, yeah, I don't know. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, there's Definitely. a one single guy owns the rights to screen Dawn of the Dead. Yep. Oh, it's, it's a fucking nightmare. That's why it was like it was work when we screened it at the music box earlier this year. It was work to kind of work out the deal. With him, and then there's some movies, and I learned this from doing programming at the Music Box in the Rock Island uh, Public House Drive-in, where sometimes the rights are just in limbo. Nobody knows who owns Not them. Like one of one example of that is Necronomicon, which is an anthology from the '90s. I think Brian Usna was involved, and in, so he might have directed it. And even he doesn't know who owns the. He worked on a movie. He has no idea who owns the rights to it. It's so bizarre. But you can usually screen it for free because nobody's come after anybody who's actually screened it. So with those limbo ones, you can take the risk. Uh, Point Break was like that. So it was near dark for a while. The rights were just kind of yeah. sitting in limbo. Yeah. I'm so glad they figured it out, though, because so many people hadn't seen that one. Absolutely. I know. Yeah, when we did our uh, episode on Near Dark, I remember it wasn't. And now it is. Finally, it took forever but, um, for you guys to find them fucking. Yeah, we, we had. I think I found, uh, you know me, I'm uh, I'm in a TV duck and uh, make a video and yeah. just, like illegal sites. But it, yeah, yeah can't imagine how ridden like your computer is with like cookies and, like, <laughs> and bugs and stuff, bugs and stuff. When, and even us, there's a snake crawling out of the computer. Yeah. <laughs> it's the remake version yeah. of Halloween three. No, but uh, even uh, re I, I had never seen that. Um, the really extended cut of Dawn of the Dead, the one that you screen it like can con and everything. Yeah, uh, I think that's considered the extended mall hours cut. Yeah, and and I I had never seen it, and so I was like, oh, I'd, you know, I'll I just assumed Dawn of the Dead would be streaming everywhere, right? And I was this just like a month a couple months ago, I couldn't have that fucking thing anywhere. I think I had to go on the Internet Archive is a good place for that too. I don't know if they, I don't know how they get around the legality of everything, but and, it it was really funny to me. I was just, I was convinced on the dead had to be streaming somewhere, right? But yeah, it just wasn't. Unless we forget, Halloweenies pod listeners, if you're in the know, 
if you're on the Vanderplex, it's the best streaming streaming service out there. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait till you get and a fucking government illegal. Yeah. Uh, there was a, there, all the secrets out there on this. Well, one. there was there was a point in high school in which, uh, uh, yeah. Speaking of putting secrets out there, I was like bootlegging all nonstop, and I used to get so scared whenever vans would be like around the house. I'd be like, "Oh my god, they're coming to get me! It's over! It's fucking over!" I'd be like in high school. It was just like some you know gardening van or something like that. And that's how they hide it. And then it was in hindsight, I'm thinking like, I was like, that was I was that narcissistic to think that the, that any government agency would like take that much issue or, or that much like that much effort to like hide themselves in for like a fucking 15 year old that was maybe copying a bunch of movies um well they put that fbi warning on the front of those tapes to scare you mike yeah well they did i always wanted Mulder and scully to pop up though that'd been fun i'd been like hey come on in i got some coffee um okay so Obviously, this movie is very indebted to uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yes. What's your go-to Body Snatchers movie, though? Oh, the 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 original. I love like the seven. Everybody loves the seventy-eight one. I love I the seventy-eight one. Don't I'm dislike the seventy-eight, the 78 one, but I'm all about yeah. that original one because I love Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. Yeah, you're seventy-eight. Also, Darcy or the original? Team seventy-eight. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Which yeah, you so- know, it's funny that you bring up that Joe Dante was at one time attached to this because I don't understand how he did not end up remaking body snatchers in the eighties. Cause that seems like a slam dunk because the eighties is the only decade that, that didn't doesn't have, have a body snatchers. Re- well, I guess the sixties too. Well, it's because 78 was so close to it, you know, like, I mean, it, it's two years away. So it's like, and it don't was so you, like, um, in, well, I guess it's not body snatch. Wait, what in, in Gremlins in the first where the phone booth scene where Hoyt Axon's on the phone and George Lucas and Steven Spielberg come by in, in like little mini cars and you see uh you see the robot from Lost in Space. Am I wait, is the No, the pod the, is in Gremlins too. No, no, there's one in, in one, I th- I'm pretty sure. I think you're thinking of the time machine. Yeah, well, maybe I'll have to look it up or maybe I'm the pod of... definitely shows up in two because Christopher Lee comes into the office carrying it. Oh, I think you might be right, actually. Yeah, I think you might be right. Um I like the 78 one just because it's so scary. Like yeah. I find that movie genuinely fright. Man, came out, Halloween and that came out the same year. That's pretty rad. And then and dude, that dog, that dog with the human face. Oh, I just that's, can't, that's I can't terrifying. get over it. I cannot get over that, man. Great performance by the dog. Um then there's we, we Hale also- Ferrara did one in the nineties. Full Moon did the ripoff uh uh what was it called? Seed people in the nineties. Yeah. I think we're due for a new one. Although that last one was what Daniel Craig and Nicole Invasion, Kidman. Nicole, Nicole Kidman. Yeah. In- yeah, Invasion. I never saw it. It didn't work for me. Um, what if I was like, oh, that's my go-to actually. Yeah, like, right. All this <laughs> stuff is, I like all this stuff with the flashing pumpkins here. There are a lot this of cool is, shots here. Is this one of the, th- this is up here for me, a Halloween sequels wise. It's not my favorite, but it's it's up there. I will say the ending is maybe one of the best ending sequences of any Look, Halloween film. I've, I've said it before on the podcast. I don't like most of the Halloween sequels, but they all have the best endings. Yeah, they do stick the landing really well. This is the best. Even ending. five, man. Uh, five is a great problems, ending. I, five's I, endings. I, I love that cliffhanger. It, yeah, and the and the showdown with Loomis and Myers is excellent, and the car chase, all that. Like, yeah, five. I, I mean, I, I'm actually I'm a five apologist a little bit, but yeah, they'll all do good <laughs> endings. Well, they. It's interesting because I I didn't realize this was the case, but I mean, I always knew this was pretty indebted to Invasion of the Body Snatchers. But so 
when they did a test screening for this, which I guess the test screening was in Vegas, because I guess in, in in Las Vegas, there was a really good cross-section for, I guess, getting the right demo for America. But then also they're really big on horror, apparently. And so that's like the Howling had a screening there too. And so he was talking about how um, that when they did the screening for this, like people love the movie, but they they didn't like the ending. And so Universal was really like insistent on like, oh, no, you need to change the ending. And it was Carpenter that called Tommy Lee Wallace and was like, look, what do you want to do? You know, what, what do you want to do here? And he's like, I want to keep the fucking ending. And not only just for me, but for Don Siegel, because I guess the same thing happened in the original Body Snatchers yes. where they were like, you got to change the ending, which is why they have that bookend where it's like, oh, everything's fine. <laughs> Absolutely. Because uh, the original thing was just on the freeway screaming like a madman. But can you imagine this movie if it like just ends and it's just like he turns off the TV and it's like, well, my work here is done. And he just like goes <laughs> in the car. <laughs> Like such a fucking anticlimactic ending, and he like goes home, and his wife's just like, "See, nothing happened to the masks," you know. <laughs> just like, all right, well, right. that's the one thing I always loved about this is that they did kill like all the kids, like, like yeah. all of them, but like a whole bunch of them. I'm like, that's fuck them kids, there. man. <laughs> that's the first time I watched it, where I was just like, okay, let me figure out what this is, and then that's how it ended. I'm like, what? Give me more of that. And yeah. all the adults got bit by snakes. So, like, who's still who 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 survived, and what was left of them after well, that's, Halloween? 3? That's what I've always wondered. It's like, what actually happens to like, like? First off, I mean, big. I guess they could somewhat explain it because, well, I don't even know if they could explain it, right? Like, it's not like, I mean, they just, they just blame Silver Shamrock, but because clearly this the runes are still there. And where does uh, where does Cochrane end up when he disappears? What are your guys' theories? He ascends like Michael. Yeah, I think I think yeah, I think he was. I think he maybe ascends into some kind of like, well, he's a druid kind of right. So I feel like he becomes a part of some pagan deity. That's what I think. I like that. Thank you. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> my novelization of Howling Three. You can read it. It's coming. Yeah, here we go. We get the expanded version. Um, <laughs> I do. I know it would be funny because in a weird way, it's sort of a version of the Thanos snap, right? So it'd be funny if they did a sequel. Like, and it's just like Cochran was right. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> For envi- he's like, he's like, no, I'm just an environmentalist. I wanted to prevent. I, I, I've always, I, but I haven't always interested about like, what's the next day? Like, what do you do? Like, there's fucking bugs and snakes everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you've just I hope through. I die at that point. That's gross. I, know, I don't want to be like, around for all that. I mean, I live in a neighborhood where there's a shitload of kids. I'd be fucked. I'd have to like stay <laughs> in my apartment for like, you know, can we go to the grocery store yet? Did they get rid of all the snakes? Like you know, still snakes. <laughs> what can, a ratio why did they say in the movie how many kids have purchased the masks? I mean, it's a lot, obviously, from what they're showing in that montage. Well, it's like they got everybody, man. <laughs> Every single kid. <laughs> but that's that's a thing. It's they like going back. <laughs> like going back to our, our you discussion know what, on Darcy, masks, you would have been okay because I was your dad would have bought you those cheap ass masks. <laughs> yeah. You would have been fine, and you would you would have had pet snakes galore. Oh yeah. I honestly would have been like, yay! <laughs> this is a great day, like November first. What a what a hell of a day! <laughs> um, I I would have a heart attack. I, I, I think I'd have a heart attack. I, it's funny, I, you know, that they put snakes in there, considering there's no snakes in Ireland. Yeah, but you know, um, they were driven away. Yeah, yeah, by St. Patrick, right? The portals through the mask. That's, what <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's where St. Patrick sent them. Was through the masks. Actually, St. Patrick was Conal Cochran. Cochran. Yeah, it was St. Patrick, right? Who, who drove away the snakes? Am yeah. I making that up? I always conflate it with uh, Whacking Day from the. Simpsons. I know, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. 
Oh, there would have to be a whacking day uh, on November 1st for sure, right? Oh, yeah, oh, that's yeah. the sequel. There you yeah. go. That's the sequel. It's Whacking Day. Halloween three and a half. Whacking Just day. watch this and then watch the Whacking Day episode of The Simpsons and you're good. That's a good it's double like the feature sequel. there. Yeah. Yeah. What if? All right. So when this he, guy has such he, a strong, this guy's jaw is <laughs> impressive. Yeah. That's the dude from the beginning. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I love the, I mean, the roundabout here, the fact that yeah, it is good. very similar to the bookends. Because invasion, he's running into the hospital, and then it does a flashback. With this, it's just kind of like a cool echo, in a way. I do love the idea that like the stations do listen to this fucking rab- rabid man, madman. Like in real life, they just be like, "Uh, yeah, okay. sure, buddy." Ooh, you know. <laughs> like a dude called and said it. We have to do it. Yeah, <laughs> he sounded very masculine, though. I trust him. <laughs> the man said he's a doctor. Damn it. Um, <laughs> But he didn't even like we heard the whole conversation. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, you know, turn it off. And like, yeah, turn it off. It's a it's... <laughs> so yeah, how gonna, we... who, okay, who, who's the station it stays on though? So you have CBS, you have NBC, you have ABC. Like who who are the jerks who won't turn it off? I would say it's Fox, but that's long before Fox. No, nah, I'd say NBC probably because they're NBC like you kept know... it on. Yeah, they seem well, like because the they, uh, <laughs> they they had the world premiere of Halloween. This is uh, set in uh mm-hmm. What was it? 1981. Yeah. Oh, that was such October a great burger. ending. I love this ending so much. And the theater, it's so good too. Cause it's just, it's so big. Like the, the fucking screen is so Look at all that it. Jack Daniels just pouring out of his pores. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, his performance here is great. I mean, he's so committed yeah. here. Uh, like he believes like... that shit. Yeah. Well, damn. I, uh, I love this movie. I just absolutely love this movie. It, it's, it doesn't, I don't get to rewatch every Halloween movie every season, but I, I feel like this is the one I have always gone to. I don't know when that tradition started. I, I feel like it's probably in the last 10 years, but I always love going back to this one. Um, how many times, how many more times are you going to watch it this year, Darcy? Um, Honestly, probably a couple. And I've already seen it about eight times this season. <laughs> wow. wow really? yeah, it's just always on the like, background watch for you kind of thing. Uh, well, actually, if you count that, then it's on an awful lot. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I think even more. I even count the background ones. We do a lot of like watch alongs, or if it's a special screening, like in the theater or something. Like I can't not go. So. Oh, that's right. Because you're like, I mean, you're like literally. I mean, it's like your job. It's your job to watch this movie in many ways. Right? I mean, <laughs> okay, yeah, we just had a watch along like a week ago or something on the Patreon. So it's like I see it an awful lot. Oh my god! I'm yeah. not complaining. <laughs> No, yeah, yeah. When, when we we appreciate you being here to watch it one more time with us too. No, I love it. Thank you. Where can uh where can our listeners uh become your listeners actually? Um, what what's your <laughs> Patreon? Um, our Patreon is the Lost Driving. Nice. Uh, I'm just uh restoring all of his old footage that he had sitting away in storage sheds and lockers for. Decades. It's literally in sheds and lockers. Yes. Well, not oh even my God. have it all, but like yes, for like decades, literally just like threw stuff in there. So yeah, that's, oh my God. that's what the Patreon's all about. But we do. You're truly doing the devil's work on that. <laughs> yeah. Well, is it, so it's all the old Monster Vision footage and Monster just, Vision, just like... driving theater, random like pilot. Oh, that's cool. he did and stuff like that, and it's all just trashed him. <laughs> oh wow! I mean, it, it, that's that's wild too, because it's like in a way, it's like looking at old essays. It's you know, because I will literally show him some footage, and he refuses to accept that it's even him. 
Like there's like old stand <laughs> footage and stuff. I'm like, that's not me. That's some guy pretending to do the bad impression of me. And like, dead serious. He's like, no, you can't use that. It's not me. I'm like, it's you. God damn it. Hi, I'm Bill Briggs. You introduced this whole thing. Like it's you. Dude. You said your name there. I know. And then he, he never watched any of his old shows ever. But like what? And he doesn't want to watch them now. But once in a while, when I'm like editing or on the road or something, he'll hear something and laugh. So I'm like, and kind of fight it over so we can watch it. And he will sit there laughing at himself and just being like, I was such a dumbass and, <laughs> and just things like that. But, but laughing at it his own self, seeing it the first time. So it's kind of cool that he gets to, to see that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right at the 13th, he was like, I was just nuts in this. I'm like, yes, you were. <laughs> I think well, the said, first one I ever so watched was, I, yeah, because I feel like I, yeah, the first time I saw him was with like Halloween 2 in the 90s. I feel like it was the, the, that that might have been the first time I ever really. Yeah, he's either that or Maxim Overdrive. Last, uh, he did, uh, oops, sorry, Drive in Theater started back in 87, I think, something like that. So yeah, he, there's a lot of footage. I was going to say hundreds and hundreds, like probably thousands of hours he at this point. 20,000 hours. Oh my God. Oh, geez, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, and, and some of it's on these old things i never even knew existed apparently the <laughs> sony one inch tapes is what it keeps telling me to tell people they look like like film yeah like what is this nonsense like how am i supposed to do anything with this but we're doing it we're figuring out and it's amazing that it all just still exists <laughs> so a lot of analog to digital transfers that, yeah. that they had to do that's uh, that's so rad i love that i i remember my friend had a video toaster in the 90s and i thought that was the fucking coolest thing in the world and now it's just like you could get a free app online for it. It's just like wild. I'm like, it's, you have no idea how hard this was. We've never made movies because of it. Yeah, hooking um, up two, hooking up two VCRs together. Yes, right? yeah. with your TV next to your computer. Oh my yeah. god, it's changed so much. Um, well, look, this was a lot of fun. Thank you so much, Darcy, for doing this. Thank yeah. you so much. Um, be sure yeah, to tune enormous fans, obviously. So it's just super, I, super cool. And for this I, movie, out of all of them, too. And one thing I love about the last drive-in because it's something I never thought I'd see is where appointment television kind of came back mm -hmm. where everybody tune has to tune in on Friday night. It's not like, Oh, I'll catch it later in the week. Everybody wants to do it live. And you're a big part of that with the, the tweeting along. Uh, oh, absolutely. Oh uh, yeah. I'm so glad people feel that way. We definitely get bonus points when people watch it live. <laughs> so, yay. And I just love that people feel like it's a party and I definitely will always be there tweeting along all night so well i imagine that's going to give you the case tomorrow because uh we got the haunted halloween hangout yes. on shutter oh i can't uh, wait to see what you guys show yeah, yeah i was just actually seeing the the uh hints that joe bob was leaving uh, so. oh my god he was literally texting me during this to see if the hints were okay oh tell and tell tell him we say hi yeah, yeah. <laughs> no he, he he got he hung out with us for not giving him better instruction. He's like, we're not on the same wavelength. What are you talking? I'm like, ah, I'm like, just wait a second. <laughs> and he's like, I tweeted him. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, fine. I'm Boomers, man. <laughs> you what guys, are you? I mean, you are kind of like a comedy duo in your own way on this, on the show, you know? Um, and he kind of oscillates between being the straight man and the, <laughs> the funny man, depending <laughs> on what he's doing. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I kind of, we're trying to just ourselves now. When I first started in the first marathon, he'd written me as a character. Like I had this whole stupid backstory and just, just utter nonsense. And I could never remember the lines anyway. I'm like, this is just stupid. 
<laughs> and so he's like, we'll just be ourselves basically. And like most of the conversation he makes us have is like text conversations. Like sometimes I'm like shocked. I'm like, you really want me to talk about the Christmas stuff? Like, what the hell? It's like, that's what we're doing. So it's like he knows me too well and he puts too much of our real life into it. But here's <laughs> remember what I'm supposed to talk about. <laughs> Yeah, one and also too, you're both like compelling personalities with interesting stories uh, on your own, right? Right. So I think it's good. Yeah, I, I, like, I, I like seeing it yourself. Like really good friends. Like he's you know, like one of the best friends I've ever had. Now, so. uh, yeah. we, we yeah. didn't get to ask it at the top of the show, but it was something we always bring up on the show. And I'm sure you've been asked this a million times, Darcy. Like, what was it that got you into horror? Do you have a moment? Was there a movie? Uh, um, I would just say like my dad was very much into it. He loves Stephen King and he would be watching these movies like hidden kind of in the, in the, in the back room. And I go sneak to see what he was watching. <laughs> um, so I was always intrigued by that. But then anytime I tried to watch, it, I was like so scared and I like run out the room and yep. on for like years. So like it took me until I was pretty grown to start exploring horror and being not scared of it anymore. And the first one I, I remember getting through was, Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Mm, uh, good one. Quintessential Friday the 13th film. Exactly. So it was like, I had, had such a huge crush on Corey Feldman that I was tracking down every movie he'd ever done. And that was the last one I had to watch. And I was like, I have to get through it to find out if he lives or dies. So like, I was <laughs> brave. And it was just, I loved it. And it had boobs. And it was so exciting. And I'm like, holy crap, I've been missing out on this this whole time. Like, I'm in now. And just from there, it was just like, give me everything horror I can find. Especially I started with Friday the 13th. I'm like, give me more of this. <laughs> and luckily, there were, a whole, there were a whole bunch more of those. Afraid to watch. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> Would you say Jason's your favorite because of that now? Or, yes, um, and that's yeah. one of my favorite movies ever. It's my second yeah. favorite movie. <laughs> love that movie. Yeah, yeah. I love the, the 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 old dancing. I think we all did the dancing for that that, mm -hmm. that episode. Oh, yeah. uh, I think you well, won that to, one. You'll have to come back and do a commentary with Friday the 13th, the final chapter for us. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I'd love to. I have many Kristen Glover stories for you. Oh, <laughs> oh my no. God. I'm sure big. I'm the fans sure they Glover. are wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he does seem like he's probably a good time. Uh, I mean, I love when he uh, tried to drop kick Letterman. It's still one of the, the funniest things ever. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks again. And this has been fun. And uh, unfortunately, as we talked about uh, on this episode, um, the, the festivities have ended. The Halloween has come to a close, at least Halloween three. Um, you know, but the good news is that before this month is out, we got a ranking. We got a ranking of the Halloween franchise. So look forward to that. And then, you know, the Halloween spirit lives on in the Halloweenies. And uh, in the end, we don't decide these things, you know, the planets do. They're in alignment. And it's time again. The world's going to change tonight, listeners. And I'm glad you've been able to watch it with us. Happy Halloween.
This is the end of our show. For now. We hope you enjoyed this production. If you like our programming, consider searching for other bloody disgusting podcasts, such as Creepy, Horror Queers, The Boo Crew, SCP Archives, Nightlight, Margaret's Garden, and more. <laughs>